Hey everybody, welcome to episode 6 of the Ali Motamid podcast. Sorry if my lips are smacking and you can hear a lot of saliva. My mouth is really dry. I just wanted to say that there are going to be some notifications from Discord that you'll hear like throughout the episode. It happens twice and it's a little distracting and I tried to edit it out but I couldn't and I uh, just wanted to mention that they are there and they can be a little annoying. But other than that, um, don't really have anything else to say. Uh, this was fun. I enjoyed this episode and in the process of recording it, it was really difficult but in retrospect, listening back to what I had to say... Uh, I'm pretty proud of how I uh, said and articulated my points. So um, thanks for watching the video and I hope you enjoy the episode. Uh, all right. Have fun. Now. I am ready. Now it's been a long time. Now it's been two weeks. Last time it was just one week, but it's two weeks now. Hello, Manny. Hello. Yeah, song for me. I've been watching too much stuff. I watched <laughs> so much stuff, Manny. Mm. And I watched three movies. Princess Mononoke, Howl's Moving Castle, and fucking Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind. The Wind. Yeah. So you... You saw Howl's in theaters? I actually, no, I decided to watch it at home. Howl's, if I were to watch it in theaters, I'd have to watch it um, tomorrow. Like, that's oh. when I would do it. And I know that you're not as available on weekdays. So I was like, should I watch it on Monday and then talk to him the next weekend? But the next weekend, my hero comes out that weekend and, like, I will see it and you probably won't. And, like... It's also Halloween weekend, so it, it would just be like, it just wouldn't be good to do it next weekend. And I don't want to wait like a month to talk about like Hal's Moving Castle and stuff. So I was just like, I'm just going to watch it at home. I also accidentally bought a ticket for another movie on the same day. So it's just like, I'll just go see that instead and watch Hal's Moving Castle on HBO Max. Um, so I did that and I didn't regret it. It was, it was good. Okay. Um, yeah. And I watched... Princess Mononoke and Nausicaa Valley of the Wind and you watched those three. Did you watch anything else besides that? I was going to watch The Secret World of Arietti. Arietti? Mm-hmm. But get like, I sat down, got ready to watch it and I didn't. <laughs> I feel you. That's good. That's good. Because uh, I, was, I was very anxious that you would watch Star Wars Visions and I would be like, fuck, how am I supposed to fit all three of these names in the title? And I still might not be able to of this video because Nausicaa of the Valley of the Wind is like the longest title in the world. So we'll see. But not um, as long as the the new fucking the new uh the new Isekai is coming out. <laughs> the, tell me the tell me the longest <laughs> tell me the longest title of the new Isekai. It'd be like fucking <laughs> tall black nigga to ghost back <laughs> <laughs> Goes yeah. to a new world where he's a, a basketball player. Like, uh, it literally would be like, um, full sentences. It'd be like, it'd be like yeah, it's like, uh, it'd be like, how not to pick up a girl in a dungeon. World-renowned assassin <laughs> goes to a new world to become a Democrat. Like. <laughs> <laughs> 
like That's relax so on the Titans. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And uh, it's like every season, it gets worse. <laughs> People just like, like that. Where do those so kind like, of titles come from? It feels like something you'd make for a short story, and then it just your short story turns into a full fledged series that people like. It's so weird. Is Anime weird, is weird. Like, like why can't like re zero is like re zero. Well, no, it's re zero. Hey, <laughs> but it's re zero. Uh, there. And now it falls into that too. Starting life in another world. It like it's the same kind of thing. It's like we gotta have a full phrase. We gotta explain to people what it's about in the title. Without oh. make it extremely clear on the nose. Three zero. Yeah. That that secondary title does not count. <laughs> That's not but, um Um Oh, I guess we get we get to that later. Yeah, there was so many fucking things that I watched, and I was going to watch um, something Halloween related uh, before this episode just to bring it up passively, but I didn't even watch it. So, like I, that, uh, that movie on HBO, the, the Something Bride. Um. Well, no, I was gonna watch something anime related that was like, but oh. in regards to like normal so movies. Um, no, I was actually going to watch Ayakashi Samurai Hard Tales. Like, I was going to watch the whole thing because I have the Blu-ray and I was like, what better time okay. to watch it than now? And, uh, I just didn't get around to it because I'm very busy and I'm really like working on videos now. So I don't really have time to watch it for fun. I have to kind of make sure I'm watching the things that I need to watch. So, yeah, um, uh, no, a movie I really want to see. What? I want to see Doom. I saw it yesterday. It looks cool. It was cool. <laughs> I'm glad. Like you will enjoy it. It would make a great discussion. I'd love if you if you watched it. We'd have a lot to talk about. Did you watch the the original one? No, you don't need to. It's bad. <laughs> I don't care. Nineteen eighty four. Yeah, but like people were saying after that movie came out, like Dune is unadaptable. Like Dune, people treat Dune like they treat Berserk. They, it's like. How can you even make this a movie? It's like the fact that it's a book. There's so much lore and it's so dense and there's like so much stuff. But yeah, they do it. A, they honestly do it. Nine. They do it very well. I know there's nine books. There are a lot of books, and the movie isn't even the whole first book. It's like I think it's like I tell. a fifth. <laughs> I think it's like one fifth of the first book, which is so funny. But it's great regardless. And um, if it doesn't get a sequel, I'm gonna be mad. Um, I'm literally. I just saw it. Yeah. Like, I was like, it looks cool. They are promoting it up the it. ass. I did some research on it, and I was like, this could be like the next like fucking show that like not show but movie that gets like really hype. Like, Doom two, three, four. Yeah, it could be like the next big classic series like lord of the rings or star wars harry potter yeah honest and i hope it is it's trying to be and the first movie definitely delivers on that i don't know i don't know how normies will react to it though because okay. okay normies might hate this shit <laughs> so i don't know um i want to watch it yeah i'm gonna watch it again i watched it in theaters but I want to watch bro, it one more time. I wish I was in Brockton. Bro, I, I wish you were in Brockton. Too, you, you, will, you will be back soon. 
and we will go to the movies again um at some point <laughs> fucking yeah i loved it and i know you'll like it too manny it's yeah. it's a movie we can talk about what is that? reminds me a lot of ghost in the show yeah yeah it's dope as fuck interesting yeah. uh, i want Any- to fucking sit there in my kitchen what my roommate Oh, I didn't know you had roommates. I was like, who the hell's that? Do you have like different like bedrooms? Yeah. That's like this whole room is mine. But that's dope. Yeah, like our first episodes, our first like what, four or five. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one, but then you came. Oh, that's crazy. But you're that's in why like, I was in the kitchen. That's why I was in the kitchen. Those early episodes, I was in the kitchen loud and stuff. Yeah. Now I'm always here. Okay, that makes sense. Why did that happen? Mm-hmm. If I may, why did that happen? If I may ask, you got a roommate. Well, yeah. It's the, it's the, the navy. The navy just yeah. puts him here. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Well, I saw Dune. Watched James Bond. I watched fucking Venom. I watched all the new. Sh- I, I'm caught up on everything. Basically. Oh yeah, but watch Dune. That would be a great thing to talk about. All right, yeah. you wanna what? Which one do you wanna what talk about first, Manny? I guess we'll just get into it. Let's talk about. Let's talk about Princess. Okay, I I was hoping you'd say that. That's that's what I was thinking too. <laughs> Princess Mononoke. Mm, fucking two thousand. When did this movie come out? I think it came out two thousand seven. Fucking action-packed Ghibli joint. Did yeah, you like it, was, first off? It was incredible. Yeah. It was I'm so blessed. good. It was mm-hmm. so good. It made... Wow. It was so good. I don't know if I, don't know if I want to say this now. I'll save it later, but... <laughs> I think I think you know what I'm going to say. Say it. Do you, do you need to save it for later, or...? It's, 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 it has something to do with another movie we're going to talk okay. about. Okay, gotcha. Well, I I mean, it's I guess we'll just have to say it now like this movie is so the like same movie as Nausicaa. It's like the exact same fucking movie to the point where you're going to compare and contrast whether you want to or not. Yeah. Um and I mean, I guess I don't know. Is there anything you want to say about this movie, regardless of comparisons to Nausicaa? I know that might be like all that we're thinking about right now, but yeah, I just want get... to it's like Princess is like the upgraded version. Yeah, essentially, like visually, and you could argue narratively. Um, Definitely narratively. Yeah, Definitely. you think so? Yeah. Elaborate, if you if you can. Like, now this is let's just talk about. Let's just talk about Princess. Then we'll, okay. we'll get to the. I feel like we'll save the con. A comparison, comparison later. for later. Yeah, Princess. I I liked it. I um. I think. I think Miyazaki's philosophies and like the way he thinks bleed into the movies that he like makes. I think he he's a very uh, he's a very like he's like a nihilistic person. Like he he is a very pessimistic. Like like I don't you know like life is meaningless like everybody sucks there's there's no way that you can like fix the world um kind of person but he's also like an optimist in a sense it's it's really weird like his movies 
are about like life and how much they suck, but they all have like happy endings. Like it's like it's it's like Devilman if it had a happy ending. That's essentially what his movies are, especially like this movie. Like this movie's about like all these people fighting each other for like reasons that are understandable, but like very frustrating to watch because it's just like, uh, you're all like, you know, <laughs> destroying your planet, but like it's 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 understandable why you guys act this way. Um and he does a good job at like getting you to not hate any of the characters, despite all of them like kind of being assholes. Because none of them are, there's like no bad guys in any of these movies, you know? Like, think about that. Princess Mononoke doesn't have a bad guy. <laughs> at least at least not in my opinion. Um, and no. I feel the same way for Nausicaa. And it's because, like, everyone is wrong, but nobody's wrong to the extent where, like, you you hate them. Or, like, the movie characterizes them as, like, you know, super mega evil. And... That's awesome because he's he's a simultaneously loving person, but he's also like a very pessimistic person that that feels as if the world's gonna burn and 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 die no matter what. I mean, like it feels like he feels that way, but then you watch the ending of his his movies and you watch the ending of this movie, and it's like, oh, I guess, I guess like you don't feel that way. I guess you have more of an optimistic point of view, like you think everything will be fine. I compare this to Devilman so much, Manny, because, like, the messages in this are the same messages in Devilman. But Devilman ends in, like, what I consider, like, to be, like, the nihilistic, pessimistic um, uh, ending. Where it's, like, like, you know, everybody dies and no matter how much you love, like, people, you can't do anything about it. Because you, like, love, like, will not necessarily save the day. Right. So despite how much Akira loves his friends and like, you know, even the Rio, his like his antagonist, it doesn't matter because the fucking world blew up and everybody sucks and everybody's going to fight each other no matter what, no matter what you do, no matter how much you love. And this movie is kind of, I don't know, all of Miyazaki's movies, not just Prince Mononoke, they all kind of have this philosophy of like, like love can save the day or, you know, love will prevail. And I don't know if like in the most objective sense of her being like actually like objective about it. I don't know if that like is true. You know, I still believe in like the devil man kind of like, yeah, we're all going to die and we'll probably be the cause of our own destruction. And there's nothing we can do about that. But Miyazaki, like, I don't know. All these endings feel like they happen in like the last like five or ten minutes, like right at the end, like all right, everybody's good, nobody's mad, everything's good, and yeah. um, I don't dislike that at all. Actually, I feel like it's very optimistic, um, in contrast to the rest of the movie. But I feel like that's kind of what he aims for. I feel like he's just, regardless of whether it makes sense or not, he just wants people to be happy, and he wants to, he wants to convince himself, like that his nihilistic viewpoint is not you know like all there is to life you know what i mean like he through his movies it's almost like he's telling himself like it's not that bad like you know people can prevail and sometimes he's right you know sometimes things aren't that bad and and people will change on a whim and it's i don't know it might not basically what i'm trying to say it's like it might not be the right 
like ending, like the most uh, plausible, but it's it's the nice one that you enjoy. And that's the main thing that I derive from these this movie. And it's it does that in a very well executed way. It's very well written. Um, all the characters like have their own motivations and like things about them that separate them from everybody else. Everyone in the movie is like so different and unique. Um, like and the animation, obviously, and the soundtrack and the sound design, like when people shoot and when people like and when like trees are breaking and stuff and when people walk and stuff and the designs of the characters the deer god looks fucking cool as shit um and yeah those are my general thoughts on the movie uh tell me what you think i think i don't know, i feel like especially with the ending where you said like everything gets wrapped up yeah quickly like, I do feel it in Princess Mononoke. And you said you liked it. I liked it, but what I'm trying to say is, like, I acknowledge its fault, but I like it anyways. Like, I acknowledge that, like, it feels a little contrived and it comes out of nowhere. And it's like, really? Like, but I don't really care. Like, I still like it regardless. Yeah, I thought I thought the ending... Like... First, I want to say, like, when I was watching Princess Mononoke, I, I literally couldn't take my eyes off the screen. Mm -hmm. I could not take my eyes. It was like, I was like, yes. Um, and it, it was like, when it comes to the ending, I do feel like it was wrapped. I didn't, I didn't like the way it was kind of wrapped up. Okay. I do feel like it was like super. I think if the movie had like 10 extra minutes mm -hmm. of like just the ending, it would have been like amazing. But like, because I remember. Everything happens, right? And then the the female who was like who killed the yeah. spirit, she was like, "Yeah, I don't want to hurt the force anymore. Let's mm -hmm. help rebuild." Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It 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 does kind of come out of nowhere, but um, <sighs> bro, you literally just killed a god and destroyed all the trees. All the trees disappeared. Yeah, like, like sitting back. I don't want to do this anymore. Let's help me build. Yeah. I'm like, okay. She, uh, I, I it was the influence of the main character. Like his, uh, yeah. his no, like thing. That, but... And that, like she never expressed, she like disagreed with him and she was like, oh, I'm going to do my thing. But she always understood him and she always listened to him. And in yeah. that final moment, I guess it just kind of resonated with her. So I can, I don't know. I'm capable of like, accepting that like it is more, i will say this compared to like the other movies we're going to talk about this one did feel the most like out of nowhere and like like you know kind of what the fuck compared to nausicaa and how's moving castle i feel like they're better in those movies and those movies are the same where it's like people change their minds like last minute but it's it's more understandable you can kind of convince yourself like that those characters will change their mind more than these characters. At least I can. Um, so that's valid. And I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Like it didn't, it didn't really take away from my enjoyment, mm -hmm. but it was kind of like, it did sting. A little. Little. It did sting. It did. Yeah. Because the movie that's... was, the movie was on a, such a great run. Yeah. And then you're like, what the fuck? What was that? Yeah, Literally, <laughs> literally like 10, like 10 extra minutes yeah. of animation. 
Yeah. Was that like twenty million dollars for Tim? <laughs> I don't. I think. I think the idea is because um, you're watching the movie and you're like, this character is wrong and they're doing the bad thing and they should be either punished or they should. You you should be convinced as an audience member that they've kind of turned a new leaf and they understood right. their wrongdoing and. I can understand why watching that you'd be like unfulfilled because that doesn't happen. Like, or you, or you feel as if that doesn't happen, but I don't know. I was skimming the movie before we hopped on here and I was just looking at like specific lines, like all the moments where she's like talking to him and when he's like talking to her and some of the things they say to each other and like the dialogue just kind of really like was like, I don't know. It resonated with me to a degree where it's like to where I could accept the ending. Um, whenever he's with her, like she talks about, like, he talks about like, you know, just, we should all like live together and you should love all the creatures and blah, 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 blah. And she never like, she never is like, you're wrong. And like has an evil reaction. She just kind of lets him say it and like continues with her philosophy. So yeah, once again, it just, I, I could accept it because of, because of that, just like going back and watching those scenes i will say bro these are some of the hardest movies to talk about because they're like there's so <laughs> much to unpack and there's so much to like digest and because i watched princess mononoke the first time like a while ago and i felt the same way that you felt but now Ooh. i don't feel that way just because i understand it and because i'm looking at it more from like the perspective of this was made by a person and like, what was this person thinking? And like, why did they want to make this ending like for this kind of story? And, um, and that's why I explain like I, what I think Miyazaki's philosophy is. Cause when I think about his life and just like the videos that I was watching and like the fact that he grew up in Japan, like during the war and stuff, like, I don't know it, it would be weird if it had like a devil man esque ending or if it tried to like go too hard on on convincing you that people who are evil are like not that evil you know and and that's why that's why i feel like it 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 tries to make her not that bad um it's so hard to talk about these movies because my opinion on them changes and my perspective changes with each time i watch it so i don't have like a bona fide like look it's I know for like obviously like when you go into, going into these type of movies you never you know like the the devil man type ending will, will never happen right yeah exactly so, like you already know she's gonna turn into a leaf it was, mm-hmm. I feel like it was executed kind of weak it was com- especially compared to other ones um, yeah and it feels like a lot of his movies end like this where it's like there's a conflict between characters and then there's a resolution between those characters and it happens in like the last 10 minutes um yeah, yeah so that's valid um but i don't know i it, my opinion on that has changed over time how did you feel about like the ending where um like they have to live in isolation like from each other like they they the animals don't like interact with the humans and the humans don't interact with the animals. Like that was the most, like that was the most jarring thing to me, not in a bad way, but like in a surprising, like, Oh wow. That's not like the Disney ending I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. uh, um, it was, 
Uh, yeah, I remember this shit. I remember that shit. Like, I don't know. I like I like things like that. Mm. Like, not not everything's gonna be like, you know, perfect in a yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. Like you know, you, like everyone's the the wolf girl and the, the main character to stay together. You know, yeah, it's like everyone exactly. wants that. But I like I like when when shit like this happens. Where it's just like. Yeah, that's not gonna happen, bro. Suck yeah. it up. You know what I mean? I like shit yeah. like that. So. I like shit like I think, that too. I think, yeah, it's it's like some movies try to be like too like too like what's the word? Optimistic. They tried to like make the ending as happy as possible. <laughs> yeah, like the the ending was already fucking happy. I didn't mm-hmm. have to go the extra mile to like. Oh, they love each other. Yeah. No, I, like, like, the movie's not even, like, it's not even about that. So I'm happy they didn't go like that, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But don't get me wrong, that scene where, like, you know, he's picking up the head. Yeah. Right? And they're both picking it up, and then he, like, grabs her. Like, yeah. That was, that was dope. That was dope. <laughs> he's like, he's like, come here. <laughs> I was like, that's good. That, yeah, that they was good. Literally, they didn't have to do that. That was just mm-hmm. a nice touch. It was. And even the scene where, like, when they're on the, they're on the, like, the spirit, spirit place, and, like, mm-hmm. you know where the lake is, and the island in the middle, like, yeah, the fucking, he's like, we gotta go save, we gotta go save them, and the wolf girl starts, like, screaming at him, like, I was here with the humans, blah, blah, blah. And he's just like, <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think she like I, I like I like the little touches they had. It was mm-hmm. like they'd be like, "Oh, this could be a relationship. This would be yeah. a I strip them." Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, nah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do say that like they it. love each other at the end, so it's like you yeah. do get that payoff of like, oh, mm-hmm. they do like each other, and you know they like each other. But there's also this other side to the story that has to be fulfilled as well, or has to have. Like that was the one thing where it's like you want like a happy ending for everybody. You want them to be together. You want the wars to like not affect the societal like things in these like uh, groups of like, you know, the wolves and the humans. You want everybody to be happy and like happily ever after. And it's as happily ever after as you can possibly make a story like this. Right. So this movie is about humanity's relationship with nature and nature's relationship with humanity and how it's just like conceptually humans and nature are like meant to clash and like we fuck them up and and like they fuck us up and and as human beings we kind of have this desire to just like the guy says it in the movie um the the little old guy that like is working for like the the emperor or whatever um he has a he has a quote that i that i wrote down he's like he says um like humans fucking uh we desire to push wait no the thirst to possess heaven and earth is what makes us human and i i love that because that's essentially like the whole problem with the humans in this movie it's like yo we're not bad we're just doing our thing we're just like expanding and like trying to make newer technology and and trying to grow like yeah we can be peaceful like you but we don't want to live in fucking huts like like you know we want to we want to we want to like have new clothes and we want to grow and we want to like have new shit and in order to do that we have to like take from them and we are animals just like their animals so inherently 
what's the issue with that right like that's a philosophy that you can have and that's the philosophy that the humans have in this movie and it's it's like it's understandable but it's it's sad um because the animals have to suffer and then the animals have the perspective of like the humans are fucking with us so we should fuck with them back and it's just like this cycle of hatred that like nobody can do anything about because it's just the yeah. way things are and i forget where i was going with this i started off with like a point but um basically yeah like the the humans have their philosophy and the animals have their philosophy and I, I think the point that I was trying to make initially was that um, I like how this movie answers those things. I think that's what I was trying to say. I'm just going to drop it. I forgot what I was going what, going for. But yeah, I like that aspect to it. Yeah. This, this is so difficult to talk about. This, is, this, this movie has a lot of positives. It does. The, the, positive, the positive definitely outweigh the negative. Like, um, mm-hmm. you know, when it comes to the gore. Yeah, I love so, how they did the blood. I, I was so unexpected. Yeah, because he I, never I, does that. I remember that first. He fucking, fucking on on his, his elf shit. And fucking. Yeah, and the, the dude's, dude's like head, the dude's head came off. I was like, I was like, dude. I was like <laughs> that never happens in a Miyazaki movie. It yeah. never happens. But it has to happen with this movie because it's like sad and fucking, you know, it's about like, like that we kill each other and like we're mean and shit. So it makes sense that it shows that gore. I love when the boar gets fucked up and he's all like bloody, like near the end, all the boars, like all the, the pig peep, the pig things, (laughs) the giant one that 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 is bleeding. That part was, that part was sad. That part was, that's probably in my opinion, the best part of the movie. Um, yeah, I love when like, yeah, I love when he go, when he's like alive, but he's like not really alive. And he's like, I think he's like possessed by like the demonic, like curse thing that like envelops like the main character as well. And he's just fueled by hatred so much that it's like keeping him alive basically. And he's like a zombie and the dude, he goes to the deer God and he's like, dear God, revive me. Look at what the humans are doing. And the deer God's. I love how the deer god kills him, but it saves like I think it saved the 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 deer that the kid rides on. That's another thing where it's like th- this is a that's a perfect thing about this movie where like they do shit like that, but they don't explain it, and it's just like you have to understand it and you have to like derive value from it by figuring it out yourself. And that's that's the thing that ties into like the themes of these movies where this movie specifically where it's like yeah wars suck but they are inevitable and there's nothing you can really do about it and people are going to die and and sometimes it's just their time and sometimes it's not and that's why the dear god like saved the elk where it was like it's not really your time yet and you didn't really deserve to die to die but for the boar it's like you know you were a part of the conflict like you know you decided to die like and and you know i guess it is your time that's why i killed the boar i like the the spirit god, he, I, I like him too, because it's like on um, what does it say? Fuck, 
Well, okay. I, I liked his design, first of all. But yeah, his design was OD. Looked, looked cool as fuck. I know. When they fucking shot it, that was like the most scary moment ever. I was like, <gasps> I remember when I when I like first saw it, I was like, no. Yeah, because yeah, I didn't know I didn't know the implications of that. It's like, uh oh, what did you yeah, do? He got shot, and then he's like, then he just went back to normal. Yeah, exactly. And imagine what that represents, Manny. It's like you have this you have this magical being that's like super powerful that can transform and like save lives and stuff. And a gun just like busts his head open, like that means so much to me because it, it was it's just like he, he ate the foot. Like the first bullet didn't affect him, and the second one did. Yeah, he got shot by the first bullet. I forgot about that, bro. I forgot. Holy shit! I'm so glad you remembered that. <laughs> Why did that happen? See, yeah. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't fucking know. Yeah, I was wondering when I watched the movie. Um, but like, I, you can backtrack a little. What I was saying about the god, like, I fucking forgot again. Yeah, it's okay. So like, it's it from the Boris perspective, like he's like, like like you said, he's like, he's like God, like he's like he's like God, please, like me and you, bro, we animals. Look, yeah, <laughs> like it's so it's so like realistic. Mm-hmm. Like people do like like see god in that way like god yes. like you like you owe me this right 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 it's yes. it's like so like it, it, I, like I, you see you like humans do it and now you see this boy do it to mm-hmm. his god and yes like, you yes. see from the boy's perspective from the boy's perspective he's like he's, he's thinking oh yeah the spirit god's here he got me <laughs> yeah and exactly like, and i i love i love the way it was shown like yeah the spirit god looking so holy yeah, he's so up. holy. Cause I love like when there's conflict on Earth, from a God's perspective, conflict doesn't bring them the same sorrow that it brings us. Because to them, like that is beautiful. So like I feel like he has a smile on his face all the time. This is just my interpretation. I feel like he has a smile on his face all the time to represent like how he is happy with the world and how he like loves everything that transpires in it, no matter how violent or how cruel um, it it could get. So like when the dude dies and he like, you know, I think he kisses him or something. And then like, he like goes to sleep in the most like calm manner. It's like, yeah. don't worry, bro. Like it's not as deep as you think. Um, so you're right. I love, I love what you just said that that's so valid. Yeah, yeah, and it's like, like literally, like this happens in real life. Mm-hmm. Like literally, when I watched the movie, I was like, "Dude, this is so realistic." It was just portrayed with animals, like yeah, people. Like, I'm trying to like say this in a way. Take your time. It's an analogy. It's like you know, people always like. People always like asking, like, saying, God, please, for like things to happen to them, but would fuck up other people. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'm trying to like, like, find a way to say this. But I really can't, but I do. Like, I even see this with my friends where they, I don't know if you know, but I'm atheist. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I do a lot. I study a lot with religion, like all types of religion, right? But yeah, I see it in my own friends. Mm-hmm. Where it's like they, they were like. They'll do what the boy did, and like, like, and like, they talk in a manner in which God owes them this. They are like, right. They're hypocritical 
like yeah it's not it's, it's kind of hypocritical like you endorse this religion and you say that like you believe in like a god that like loves everything and like i don't know like you ask for something that is counterintuitive to what you uh worship so right. I right. can say it in exactly. a more detailed like, way, but it's it's difficult yeah, to discern. There's a way. There's a way to word this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I when I remember seeing the scene, I was like, bro, that was that was done. So Do you well. you want to know you want to know how to word it? Because it's like the boar is asking for his life back. It's like, yo, like you know, I'm an animal. Like help me, and yeah. like so we can kill the humans. Yeah, and the like, yeah, and like, to the god's like, perspective, hey, yo, I, I've been worshiping you. Like I worship you. Like you can. Yeah, and it's like we're together. Like, exactly. To the god's perspective, it's like you worshiping me does not make you any better than them. Like they have mm -hmm. the same value that you have. So why should I revive you? when you were like in the same conflict that they were in and this is like you know like this is just the way it is like this you have no um you are not better than them and i do not give preference to you just because you spend like every day praying to me every morning right and that's what a lot of people do a lot of people are and, like yeah and it's funny because in another like at the same time like the main character is trying to like break it down to the board god like like yeah. yo like don't do this, mm -hmm. blah, blah, yeah. blah. Yeah. And then, like, you took your own initiative to go do this war, which got all your boards massacred. Yeah. And now, now you're going to ask for to get revived. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really like, bro, how how dare you? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like, how dare you? That's so smart. Oh, my God. That was, yeah. like, my, that was like my number one thing about the movie. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so it's so real. Like yeah. it's such an ugly side of like humans. Mm -hmm. Like that's like a, such an ugly side, and it's done. It's portrayed well in this movie with yeah. animals. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I loved how like so that's like one pers but that's like one piece of this movie. Right. Like the movie's not even about like what we're talking about right now. <laughs> exactly. It's about like three other things at the same time. Yeah. I love how like the little guy and his like soldiers from like the other country that we never even see um i love how like they operated and how like when the boar went to the deer god they were uh, they were like tricking him and like masquerading as like the dead bodies of like the other boars which in and of itself like i i immediately connect to having like an analogy with like real life things i feel like there's so much deceit and like lying in a real world and there are people that like do that where it's just like yeah this is dishonest as fuck and it's really fucked up but it's like you know we got to do what we got to do bro <laughs> like I, I i know it's i'm saying it in like a really simple way but he that dude is interesting because at the end where he's like he was, he was like come on he's like to the main character he's like come on like no one ha no one ever has their way in this world let me just have this <laughs> like, yeah he, He's like he's like um, such a manipulator. Mm -hmm. Like he manipulated that whole thing. Like yeah, he was he was really tactical about it. And even to the end, he yeah. tried to still finesse a way out of it. Mm -hmm. you know? I know. Like let me have this, bro. Like no one, no one has this. Let me have this, bro. And it's it's so like, bro. He, oh, he was interesting. He I, he was he was great. I he was he a was great cool. character. I love like how he's not. He's doing like the most evil shit in the movie. Like he's yeah. easily like the most like morally like bankrupt 
of like all of them, but his perspective is not like cartoony. Like when you watch him on screen, he seems like a chill dude. Even when he has the fucking deer god's head and the entire fucking forest is like dying, he's like, yay, I did it. Let's go. Like, <laughs> and, and it um, makes sense because he's not even like from there. Yeah, he's not even from he there. And he doesn't give a damn. Right. And to him, it it's just like, like I like the line that he says where it's like the you know humans want to possess heaven and earth and like me doing this is not immoral because i'm a human and this is what we do like i i watched this like video essay on um this racetrack that was built like like talladega and it's this racetrack that was so fucking big and so like large that it like was nonsensical to a point where it didn't even make for a good race, but people just wanted to build the racetrack because be like, yo, let's make the biggest fucking racetrack and let's make this one like the best one. And it and that video like exuded the same points that's happening in this where it's just like it doesn't make sense and there's no reason why we have to do it, but we just feel the need to do it because we want more control. As human beings, we desire to like understand and know everything. That's why we research the solar system. Do we need to know the solar system, Manny? Do we need to know what's out there? No, we really don't. Do we need to go to the fucking moon? Do we really need to go to the moon? No, we don't. We can survive easily. Do we need television? Do we need to stick shit in our brains and... and and you know, be like Dune and, and be able to fly. It's like, no, you don't even need you don't need any of that shit, but we're human beings and we want to control everything. We want to control mm-hmm. science. We want to control earth. We wanna we wanna take control of heaven. We want to we wanna yeah. be the harbingers of like the universe and and so when he's doing that and he has the like that like conceptually like when i say that sentence out loud this normal ass character has the dear god's head in his hand and he's running away as like the fucking thing that's like so poetic just saying that is like like yeah. how how and can someone even do that you know he was interesting he was interesting and then when the he, movie ends when the movie ends i love his final line he's like oh, i don't remember exactly what he said but he he like he yeah, laughed he and he was like he he laughed and he was like he was like oh i guess i tried uh, you know you i guess i can't beat that kid or something like that he just had like a very positive like like whatever kind of ending he wasn't even mad at the end and yeah. i love characters like that there are other there are characters like that in other pieces of media like people who are like who do bad things but are like nice people um and but they did him very well, and it had like a purpose in this story because it's it. I, there are like three. There are three like characters or like three sides. Four actually, four sides of four characters that have like four like differing philosophies that define these like this movie. Um, and it's like story. The the wolf people, the main character, the old the old guy, and the the gunsmith girl. And they all have their own perspective and they all are different. And it all explains like, hey, the reason why humans have wars, it's because of these four archetypes. And mm-hmm. and it just kind of explains like why it happens by showing you each person's perspective and why. And I love that. And it's it's really good. And I honestly can't say everything that there is to say about this movie in this call because there's, there's too much. <laughs> if we saw it, like... If we saw it in a theater and just talked about it right after, mm-hmm. we would have so much more to say. 
Like, there's so much to unpack. There, yeah. But like we, you know, it's it's what it is what it is with the calls. Like mm-hmm. we watch it. Yeah. Weeks pass. We watch mm-hmm. other things and be like. To be I, fair, like, when I watch movies, I need to take more notes. I did not take any notes for any it's, of these it's, movies. With movies is so hard. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It's like, the only the only times I take notes is on like my second watch when like I've already experienced it. But I didn't take notes on any of these because I was like trying to experience them for the first time. Right. Yeah, and exactly. like if I took notes and I like had this in my head like for the two weeks, which I do for other shows, um, right. then I would I would have a lot more to say and I would be a lot more um, concise with my thoughts and. Uh, I'm sorry for not taking notes. I really should for the future. Like I should make sure. It's because like, you know, you don't. When I when I watch movies, I I hate being interrupted. Yeah. I hate being interrupted. I want to. I hate taking my eyes off the screen. Me too. I don't want to pause it, write a paragraph, and continue. Right. Right. With with anime episodes, so much easier after every episode. Yeah. 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 Exactly. With this, it's like. Yeah. You know. You base. You have to like watch it twice. You have to like watch it once and be like, "All right, now I can take notes." That's usually what yeah. I do, and um, I just I just didn't do that this time because I was like, "I'm not gonna have a lot to say. It's just Princess Mononoke." Because I I didn't remember this movie being so dense and having so much shit in it, but it's it's really hard to to do this, you know. Some movies I can do that with. I can not take any notes and like. I'll be good. Like Promare, I don't need to take notes on fucking Promare. It's Promare. But you do need to take notes on this and you do need to like make sure you have all your thoughts in line. Um so yeah, I You're right. I <laughs> No, Princess, like I'm trying to remember like parts the mid the early parts of the movie. I remember like the wolf girl, I loved whenever she was on screen. She's so yeah. Her design and the wolf's design is so mm-hmm. dope. Her design, but, her like like the, the cover art for the movie. Yeah, is amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's what made me want. I was gonna watch it regardless, but like it made yeah. it just so good. Like, mm-hmm. and oh my god, like fucking Isekai shows need to take notes on creativity. <laughs> Did you send me a message on Discord? Or was I heard a bang? That might have been someone else. No, I'm looking up the cover art. It's so you know when she got the blood. Like, yeah, like mm-hmm. it's like yo, she has a knife like this. It's yeah, like, bro, it's, it's just so it's dope. it's just a screenshot from the movie. Yeah, like when you it is first really cool. I I, I kind of love... want this poster like in my room. Literally. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a good it's poster. It's so clean. Like, oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I'd imagine it's so like smooth. It's everything yeah. about it is so smooth. Like it, the it tells you, wolf, like the wolf, they're looking at you. <laughs> it tells you everything that you need to know about the movie. Like, like you know, it's it's like the message of the movie is being told through the poster, essentially. You know, like you feel <laughs> what you feel while watching the movie in the poster, and that's what a poster should do. It's so dope. Remember it's what so you said, cool. Manny. The poster equates the value of the movie. <laughs> and when it comes to anime, that's true for a lot. Mm-hmm. For like a lot of anime. Yeah. Yeah. You can tell off the poster. Yeah. 
And this is good, good anime have good posters. Yeah, and this is a good anime with a good, with a good ass poster. It's it's great. Did you watch it dubbed or subbed? Watch it dubbed. Okay, was it good? I know all the dubs are good for like Ghibli movies, oh, but yeah, yeah, it's good. They I usually like have like popular English actors like do the dub, which is always really cool to me. But yeah, I think oh, another okay. one of my another uh, um. Ah, oh, fuck. I don't remember what I was going to say. Man. Yeah, bro. It sucks. Like, I, I feel unsatisfied. Wait, no. Yeah, go ahead. In Nausicaa, the Asbo, the fucking the, the guy, his voice act by uh, Shia LaBeouf. Really? That's crazy. That's so crazy. Oh, my God. There's a lot. I remember, I remember when you said that. I was like, I was like, some. I was like, I knew someone who did Nausicaa. Like when watching the movie, you recognized his voice. Hell no! Nah. I was oh, like, okay. I've seen it somewhere. Okay, okay. I wish I did. That would be. I, I, you know, I don't expect yeah. someone I know to do it. There's, I think there's a lot of there's other people here as well. Yeah, read them. Read them. Read the ones for Princess Mononoke. Hold on. I'll look up Princess Mononoke. I was going to say that I feel unfulfilled by this like conversation. Like I'm not going to, I didn't get to say everything that I know I would want to say about this movie, but I guess I have to accept that because this is all I can say. Um, It sucks. I don't know. It sucks, bro. Like this, this movie deserves a way longer conversation. It does. It does. We can talk about it again one day. We can like talk about it again and like, a couple months or something, but fuck, man, I need to go back yeah. home. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have like a movie night and fucking watch something. I know we will. We go. will. Fuck, man. Oh, the movies. The movie. There's so the much. Movie, you know what? The movie is so good. The main character. The main, I I feel the main character, you know, like yeah, you feel his anger, yeah, like because it's to you to the viewer, it's also frustrating watching everything unfold. Mm -hmm. It get the movie gets progressively more frustrating, and you can see it in the main character as well. Mm -hmm. So you really really, like you resonate with him, yeah, and it's so dope that like like they they portray it so good, Mm -hmm. and you literally and then it. You know, when it gets to that point when the, the god dies and it's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. And then, like, everything goes to shit and you're just watching shit. It's like, the main, main character's been trying to stop this and now mm-hmm. it's got to this point. Yeah. The whole forest is dead. The god is fucking dead. Yeah. And, and like, what do you got to show for? Uh, everything that happened, like, look, look what happened. Fucking mm-hmm. The forest is gone. The girl's gone. The wolves are gone. It's, it's, it's so... It, it's frustrating. Really... But it's, it's at the same time, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah, it's dude. It's a movie. This movie is this movie was spectacular. It, it surpassed my expectations. This is probably yeah. as of right now, mm-hmm. best Ghibli movie I've seen. Okay, that's awesome. I'm glad you feel that way. Because that's what a lot of people say about this movie. A lot of people say that this is their favorite. And one thing going into this that I knew I would say is that it might be my 
least favorite i mean obviously you know like not i haven't seen every ghibli movie but out of the ones that i've seen um this is lower on the totem pole than it is for like any other one and i i think i think it's just because this movie really is just like there are a, a lot of the Ghibli movies talk about this. Nausicaa is literally like the same movie. And even Howl's yeah. Moving Castle is like very similar. Like it's more of Howl's Moving Castle is like it's doing different things. But in the background, like this movie's happening too. And and yeah. if you watch other Miyazaki movies, like like there's so many war movies that he does. So this isn't even like, I feel like, all the other ones that I've seen, Howl's Moving Castle, Nausicaa, and Castle in the Sky is is in the same vein as this as well. I like those more because I just I feel like they tackle it in a way that makes more sense to me and uh and is more fulfilling to me. And you know, you were saying that the ending was kind of like, what? Yeah. I don't hate this movie like because of its ending, but I do dislike it more than other Ghibli movies because of its ending. Because I, I think mm. Nausicaa, and I'm sorry to make these comparisons so quick, but I think Nausicaa and even Howl's Moving Castle are like have better versions of this ending. Like Howl's Moving Castle, it's it's like like philosophically, it's like the same ending. It's saying the same thing, and it's doing it better than this movie does it. In this movie, you're like you're like, huh? What what are you trying to say, Miyazaki? I don't fully understand the message that you're delivering right now because it's kind of weird. And then in in um in other movies, it you you completely understand it. You completely understand what they're trying to say. You completely understand the message. And once again, like I don't know if that judgment is like valid because maybe I'll feel differently if I watch this movie again. And maybe even if a movie isn't well executed maybe you can derive value from it despite it being kind of contrived that's why i was saying earlier like i still like this ending because of how pessimistic and nihilistic the the rest of the movie is you know i still think that it resonates with me in that sense even even if it doesn't make a lot of sense logically um you know like it, it's honestly like I, I it's the same thing with ride your wave where it's like this issue is stupid as fuck, and it's like it—it it really doesn't make that. No, I'm talking about the the twist that we were talking about with like the the girl, like not him, not telling the girl about like yeah, but being a hero. What do you compare to? I'm talking. You- I'm comparing the ending of Princess Mononoke and how like the the characters switching, like flipping philosophies, is kind of contrived and out of nowhere. In the same way that that issue detracts from my like detracts from like the logic of it where it's like that doesn't make sense how did that happen in the same way that ride your way of detracts from the logic of that movie i still love like the core emotional thing that the movie's going for so even though i acknowledge that fault it doesn't detract from my love for like that story and what it's like trying to say and i feel the same way about princess mononoke where it's like yeah it doesn't really make a lot of sense and it is kind of stupid, but I still like it. And I'm glad that he did it. And I'm glad he didn't. Because I don't know. If it was more logical, maybe it would lack 
maybe I wouldn't care as much, you know? Maybe the fact that it is so illogical and it's still resonant with me despite how illogical in nature it is, I like it because of that. Does that make any sense? Like the ending is 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 contrived and forced, but I agree with its messaging and it's what it's trying to do so much that I don't care. Like, you know? I feel like the ending isn't forced. I just feel like it is a bit rushed. I don't think it's mm -hmm. forced. Forced might be an extreme word, but like I'm just I think yeah. rushed I think rushed is fair. The ending like it it was like I said, it was like what the fuck, but yeah. It didn't for me, it didn't take anything away. Mm -hmm. I really didn't because like I guess we could talk about that later, but I don't know. Yeah. And like it's for me, I think I've only seen what five Ghibli movies now. Okay. Four. Ocean Waves, Dows, Nah. Yeah, I only seen four. And I got a lot more to watch, but out of those four, that's five actually. Cat returns, but mm -hmm. it would it would be at the top. Gotcha. It was so, it's so like compelling. Yeah, okay. I was going. I remember the scene that I liked. I love when the um, princess Mononoke attacked the gunwoman like in the place. The way they mm -hmm. animated her, she like ran like a wolf. Like she like mm -hmm. ran. She was animated faster than any of the other characters. Like in yeah. the movie up until that point, and I just thought that was like a really nice touch. And the way she moved was like really unique and really cool. Um, and when she's fighting like the girl, the girl is moving at like a different speed than her. she's moving because she's like faster than her because she's like half wolf, half girl or whatever. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like about that part too. And the main character gets up with his fucking overpowered arm, fucking bends the dude's sword. Yeah. He's walking, walking the crowd. He's yeah. Like, Fucking hits the wolf guy on the stomach, picks her up, and just walks out. Casually walks out the bro. Place. Do, don't they? Doesn't someone shoot him? And then like he keeps walking. That yeah. shit was so fire. That shit was it's so, so OD. Like, yeah, it's so badass. Yeah, he's like he's like um, he's like stop. And you know he was like stop. We need like ten men or like right. twenty men to open this gate. And he's mm -hmm. like, yeah, Push. exactly. Yeah. And I remember, like, when he went to the door, it was a nice touch. Like, a random character was like, he's like, stop now. You don't have to do this. And he's just like, then he opens the gate. I thought that was a cool-ass touch. Literally, it was a random-ass, like, NPC character who said that to him, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was like, I was like, literally, they did not have to animate Because, that. bro, because the thing with Miyazaki movies is, like, there's no such thing as a character that pops up in this movie, whether they're a background character or a main character, especially background characters or people that like don't talk that much. They are all characters. Nobody has like no face like when they're on screen. Everybody that you see in this movie feels real and they feel like a human being, you know, and those little touches make everything that you're watching feel human. When you watch, you know a normal anime like Tokyo Revengers it's like oh those are static <laughs> images in the background <laughs> those are people no one's actually there right but when you watch this movie you feel like when you, when they when he goes into this city with all these people walking around and all this noise it feels so real and authentic because 
For all intents and purposes, it is. He's drawing yeah. every one of them. He's making them have like facial expressions and they're doing things. He's putting a lot of thought into it. It's a very human movie. It's there's it's very sincere. That's how to describe this movie. It's very sincere. Um Yeah. That's that's I'm watching the scene. I'm watching the scene right now. Mm-hmm. When he's like he like he when he walks up. He like the whole crowd. He like all just pushes him out the way. They all fall down. Yeah, to watch him. and it it's cool because like when he's walking up to them fighting, the the fucking the gun, the gun girl is yeah. like looking at him walk up while fighting her. He's like, mm-hmm. and I yeah. just noticed that now it's cool as fuck. She's yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how so, like it, it's so cool. Like it's no like I don't see <laughs> you don't see that. Yeah. I know. Oh man, that is so. That is a nice touch. I wish mm-hmm. I noticed that. Yeah, it's there's so many nice touches in the movie in general. I um, it, I it, love. It's so cool because. Oh, hold on, I'm sorry, but no, it's okay. Thing, like when they're when they're like he's like stops both of them and their power struggle. Like the wolf girls, they're like like being erratic. Like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the gun girls just like right. having a conversation like. Well, uh, while the, the wolf girl's like, ah, it's, yeah. it's such a nice touch. Yeah. This is like, why. She stays, she stays true. Like, she's all like biting him and shit. When you watch a movie like Princess Mononoke, a standard, like, that is, a, that is like the, like, the standard that everything should be set to, like, like, once you see that, you know? Once you see that movie, it's like, all right, if you want to make a movie, Try to do that, <laughs> you know, like try yeah. to make something where every single character feels like a character, right? Like you're you're not just looking at some random dipshit on screen that's like animated the same way that everybody else is. The person is literally animated be- differently because their character is different. Yeah, um, and you know, it's cool too with that. Like when they, when they, um, I think somewhere in the movie they say like she's human and she's like no i'm not human i'm a wolf yeah. so like it beca- you like it becomes more clear you be- you, be- you believe it mm-hmm. when you see like touches like this like yeah in moments where she doesn't even have to act like like a wolf she's yeah. like still like it's mm-hmm. so like in her character like that she's a wolf no matter what right and like she- you like it just makes it more believable when she even when she claims to be a wolf mhm i feel that that's so that's yeah they're all they're amazing touches like that like that's good writing you know that's just that's just good writing good writing there's never an unnecessary moment everything has purpose you know characters don't say shit just for the sake of saying shit everything has like a meaning and a purpose and it adds to the film in an interesting way you know um all of his movies do that like they're all great i it, I agree. Man, like, we it, gotta talk about it again compare, one day. When I compare Mononoke to the other movies mm-hmm. I watched, it's like I just couldn't stop. I couldn't look away. It was like, yeah. It, to me, that that really affects my rating. Mm-hmm. Like when it comes to like compared to this, like no like no ghibli movie i've watched really captured me like this the mm-hmm. other movies that really captured me like this would probably be like red line right you know? mm-hmm. or i was like i couldn't stop like you right know? um and that's not to say like Howls didn't do that 
Mm-hmm. But I, I felt like I was so like in the zone watching this right. movie. I was so like, I was looking for everything. I was looking you for were, everything. Right, you were there. And like, like you I were said, when I missed, I missed this detail. I was like, "Fuck, I missed that." <laughs> but that's good, Manny, because there's so much. You, like mm-hmm. when you're watching something, you're you're so invested to the point where you're not even paying attention to the details. Like you're, you're just, cause it's, it flows together like water. It like, it just comes yeah. together so well that like the details, I don't know. Like when you talk to me, you don't pay attention to like the way I move and the way I talk and like, Oh, that's Ali. That Ali's an animated day. because this is just, this is just how I'm going to be like at all times. And like, it's just a right. constant. And when you animate, when you take your fucking hands and you're like, I'm going to create characters. I'm going to create humans that have ticks, that have emotions right. that, that feel certain way. It's very hard to do that and get people to be in the zone like that. Most things do not put you in the, in the zone. This puts you in the zone. You know, it it's crazy, Manny. It's fucking crazy how Squid Game is a live action show with real people that are actually acting and it doesn't put you in the zone like this one does. I feel like when I watch this fucking animated movie that's like not real, it feels more real than something like Squid Game, which has actors. Their their acting is so fucking goofy in Squid Game. It's so over the top and silly. it's, It's over the top. Yeah. I mean, and I guess that's like, the intention, but like, I don't know. It, 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 I'm, we already talked about Squid Game, but like, like I told you, like the main character is like he's always like, so like, <laughs> like, like, why are you making that face? Like, why is he? He's like, someone would tell him like, it's like Baki. Baki does the same thing. <laughs> Everything goes back to Baki, man. <laughs> Everything goes back to Baki. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't watch season four. <laughs> everything, everything goes back to Baki. Uh, Baki is like an example Baki that you use. Animated, but fucking mm-hmm. like Squid Game is like the girl. The girl's always looking dirty, always sweating, and like right. the dude is like, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> And I want to make it. I want to make it clear. Some things are not trying to go for like realism. Some things are not trying to have human characters that you like deeply empathize with. Some things are intentionally trying to be silly and over the top and goofy. And Squid Game is. I criticize Squid Game because it's not trying to be that. Squid Game is trying yeah, to be like. Exactly. It's trying to be like Princess Mononoke in the sense where it's like these are human characters, and when we have an emotional moment where it's sad. We want you to feel sad. I can't feel sad because these characters talk like they're in a fucking cartoon. And the music like doesn't feel it feels like music that like like was I can't even describe it. Making movies is hard as fuck. You have to be a god to like make when you make a movie, Manny, you're creating a universe. You're creating a fucking universe. You know? And when 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 you don't have, and you can either just go through a checklist, right? Where it's just like, oh, we got to have a character do this. And we got to have this emotional beat. And we got to have a three-act structure. You can feel when a movie is like a checklist movie and when it's like someone's creating a world movie. Princess Mononoke is a world movie. 
Squid Game is a checklist movie. Mm. I see. What, I see what, exactly what you mean. Yeah, and that's something to appreciate about all of Miyazaki's movies. He's creating worlds. Mm. Yeah. Um. And man, I wish. I wish this movie was so fresh in my mind. I'm so sorry that I watched it like so long ago. I I mean, if I was supposed to watch it when you watched it. Yeah, it's it's okay. Here's what we're gonna do for um for the next one. So, oh, I got one more thing to. I don't I don't have to call in the weekends anymore because I'm about to start working night shift. Okay, so we can call. I can I can call on weekdays. I can call any day. Okay, so when you normally, say because I would be asleep right now. Uh-huh. At ten, I go to sleep at ten if I was working morning, but now I work two p.m. to ten p.m. So weekdays is all good now. Weekdays in the morning. No, at night. So I you know. work two p.m. to ten p.m. on Saturday and Sunday. No, on on no Monday to Friday. So you can talk while you're at work? No, like, I'm saying, like, after work. Uh-huh. At, when I get off at 10 p.m., we can call at, like, oh, 11. Oh, because... Until, like, yeah. Right, yeah, because you start so late. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, bet. That actually works a lot. That, make, that works that so makes well. That makes it a little, more, uh, a little more flexible. Yeah, okay. So that actually makes things easier. So... I'm I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of like how how so how we can like refine this schedule. Um we'll figure it out at the end um yeah. of the call. But we will make sure that is this like I don't know, are these conversations like inevitable? Like is there anything that we can do about it where like we can talk about it like right after we watch it or or something like that? What I did for this is I watched How's Moving Castle on Prince Mononoke like right when i thought we were gonna call i was like all right i gotta i'm gonna call manny like in two days so i'm gonna watch them now that's what i did for those because i know that when it's fresh in my head like i'll have more to say and stuff um so i bro i guess i don't know if there's anything we can do about it because sometimes you're just not going to take notes and sometimes you're just going to watch it like right after the call from like two weeks ago or, you know, mad early before the next call, I guess, I don't know. I guess there's nothing we can do about it. It's the inevitable, the inevitable, like what Thanos said. (laughs) Yeah. Thanos was right. It's inevitable. I mean, when I get out, when we go to theaters, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it right there. I guess it'll be inevitable till then. Yeah. Uh, are you going to go no. see the My Hero movie? I might. You might. You might not. You might not see it. Probably it's okay will. if you don't want to. Probably will. I like the last one. Okay. Because I want to I wanna decide like what the next three are. So if you will commit to seeing it, then I'll be like, all right. That's the one we're going to talk about. But you don't have to. It's not necessary. Next three for me, probably a Harry Eddy, Star Wars, and that, probably. Okay. Cool. That'll be dope. 
Yeah. I I was going to fuck it. We'll just we'll figure it out. Let's not let's not waste too much time on this. Um so I don't know, is there anything else you want to say about Mononoke? It was I mean, I there's a lot that we have to say about Mononoke that we just can't right now because we got we got pea brains. Yeah, fucking we, we need to take fish oil for memory. <laughs> it's not fucking. even about memory, bro. It's just yeah. I don't know everything that there is to say. Even if it was fresh in my mind, I wouldn't have a lot to say. Um, I was going to say, this, this... She looks so dope! Like, yeah! Oh <laughs> it's it's called good character design, you know? Yeah, it's, OD. Fucking, it's rare in this genre. I, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always good in Miyazaki joints. They put a lot of thought into it. I fucking hate anime. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love these sound bites. Oh, I love when you say shit like that because I can just, I can just cut that part and just have that in isolation, and it's so funny. Oh. dude, I hate anime. Like fucking with real life characters, I don't say they have bad character design. I, oh, you can, but no one says that. You you can. You, can you, you, you people do say it, and it is possible. It, you can't say it's. You don't really hear it that often. It'll, it'll, it'll boil down to like what they wear. Oh yeah, of course. But because that is, I mean, I guess that is character design, you know, essentially. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of has... fucking toys and fucking. <laughs> Lame-ass characters, dude. Everyone <laughs> looks like Kirito. <laughs> they don't even try. Like, that's the thing. Like, these people, they get to a point where their show gets animated. And, like, it's not even like they don't even try to make them look any different yeah. from the norm. It's mm-hmm. so weird. Like, why is it like that? It's like, are people, are we running out of designs? I got some designs that are different shit, dude. I think... I think we are... I literally can't explain it, honestly. Like, I don't know why all these kind of shows exist. Like, like Isekai? Like, I don't know why that's a genre, and I don't know why... I guess people just like the same shit, Manny. That's the only thing I can describe. I feel... Dude, these... It's the fucking... The normies, bro. Like, <laughs> I feel like they're able to pick out specific characters that look the same, but like they look different. Maybe yeah. they have a different eye for the shit, cause, bro. Like, yeah. there's no way. Like, there's literally like every season, there's three Kiritos minimum. <laughs> uh, that's so valid. It's like Kirito wasn't even the first one. He's just like the the most known basic character. <laughs> I think these things happen. Be I mean, okay. Well, if we're gonna see things that way, right? Like, why are there so many cowboys? Right? Like, why are, why are people with hats and like on a horse? That happens a lot, right? Um, so it's a yeah. it's a genre, and it's a genre that people like, and it fits that like category, right? The thing is, it's not even about the genre. It could be is it can be any genre of anime. Are you talking about anime as a genre or like isekai? Name me 
three different anime where people look like Kirito and they're different genres. That, that's easy. There's a bunch of romances that look like him. There's these guys, and it's probably some high school fucking slice of life. If I looked at my list, I can probably... When I say Kirito, I'm talking like... I don't know what... When I say when you say Kirito looks like like everybody else, I'm thinking of his sort of online design where he's like dressed up in his like garb and like shit. What are you talking about? I'm talking about just like his, his face, face? Hair, oh. body well, pipe. Yeah, he's basic anime boy. Anime. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. yeah. Aaron. I mean, even same thing with like That's what I thought clothes. you were talking about with his clothes. With his clothes, not particularly his clothes, but a lot of other shows do it with like the high, you know, the high school battle shows. Yeah, with the girls have no clothes on. The boy, mm-hmm. the guys wearing full suits. Yeah, there's a bunch of those. Manny, this is such a difficult thing to discern. I don't really. I think, I think you are. <laughs> if you're just talking about the face, I don't know. It depends on your perspective, because you can look at all of anime and you can be like. All this shit looks the same. Why is this art style with like big eyes and like, you know, like why is why is the art style of anime like popular? You know, there's so many art styles that you could have in the world. And this is the one you choose to have for like an entire like medium, like basically. Right. So you could argue that that is like repetitive and like stupid and and everything looks the same in that sense. In the same way that you could argue that like. Um, you know, characters dress the same in movies and it, and it looks like lame. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's a very nuanced conversation. I think I understand what you're saying, but it depends on like, it's more than just like the character design. It's also the character themselves and the series that they are part of. It's not that character design is repetitive. It's that series in general are repetitive, not just within anime, but just within media in general, because everything is derivative. Everything is like based off of something else to some extent um, or inspired by it in some way. And anime is just much more blunt. <laughs> anime is like, yep, I'm doing the same thing as this nigga. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> You know, Black Clover. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same shit. Is this, you know, Kirito? It's like it's like World of Warcraft, right? Like it's it's like that. It's it's part of that same field. What's the who's the first Kirito? Like, dude. who's the who's the first dude to dress up like a crazy anime? Like, it's like you know, like just people like. Kirito and like Sword Art Online and like I'm trying to think of other like generic character design shows like Vivi I feel like Vivi kind of falls into the same pool um where did that shit start like who started that I don't know but if I went in the past and let's killed that guy let's take, let's take a look at this <laughs> Kirito number one Kirito number two Kirito number three four Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like this, it goes like it. It literally can go on, and it'll continue to go on each season. It's incredible. Like this is what I mean too. Like this, this suit. Like this is like in 
like is this this type of like high school clothes for battle anime in high school <laughs> this is always the same thing like yeah it's always this too it's, it's like <laughs> well that might just be regulation that just might be what kids wear in school you have to consider that wait what do you mean like in japan that might be how they have to dress for like private school i know but in this futuristic that's true but in this futuristic because it it's like in like for example i don't know if you've seen the show called the war of asterisk or some shit some shit like that the war of asterisk war of asterisk something i think that's what i'm talking about asterisk keep war. keep going keep going i'm i'm going to find it like i do know they wear they wear like what's the word what it's like a, like when people wear the everyone's wearing the same clothes in school Private school. Not private school. Uniform. School uniforms, like Dress they code. do do that in Japan. That's true, but yeah, I don't know. And this like futuristic fantasy battle royale yeah. anime, like, mm-hmm. anything. I I don't know. Like yeah, you can add some flair to it. Like bro, like JoJo's in high school. Like Jotaro's in high school. He, look, he at, is, look at what he's wearing. You know, he's wearing the same. He's wearing like the regulation. But look at like, like the style of it. Like this. Yeah, that's it's true. Completely different. You have to also consider the style of JoJo artistically in general beyond just what they're wearing. Like JoJo looks so different in terms of like the builds and how like their muscles are like drawn and like how tall everybody is. Um, true, but so, like yeah. even you can put JoJo's suit. Mm-hmm. In this basic anime show, right, it would stand out. That's true. That you're you're exactly right about that. But let me ask you this: Okay, do people yeah. care? <laughs> do normies care? <laughs> no. Do I no. care? Yes. Yeah, I care. Do do that's why when, I, when I, I look at a poster like Vivi, I go. Hmm. <laughs> Even that, like the vampire show that you were talking about last season, I look at that and I'm like, okay, <laughs> like you know, I, I, I see the exact same things. Where it's just like, hmm. And then you, but but then Look, it might uh, work. But but then you you might have a situation where it's like where it's like re zero, where it's like, um. It's intentionally looking like these things because the story wants to elicit the expectations of a normal isekai. And then when it starts to do different things, it's like, oh, this isn't like, this isn't your dad's isekai. You're saying ReZero looks... ReZero is intentionally trying to look like a generic, like, JRPG. Like, oh, here's like a maid, here's a girl with cat ears. Like, a lot of tropes in, like, anime character design. ReZero intentionally... Um, invigorates into its art style because it it's trying to it's trying to make you think that the show is going to be one thing and then when it turns into like this well written like dark like creative like twist on like the genre it's it's surprising because you know you didn't expect that based on how the characters are designed and how the world's designed you know what I mean um, regardless so, like yeah it depends it reserves still like is different it looks different like it does look better subaru, subaru looks like 
a different person. Like he's he not, does. He's, he his tracksuit yeah, like has like, personality. There's a lot of characters in ReZero, and a lot of them look amazing. Yeah. So like, like we're talking about like Kirito like, and like you know JRPG futuristic like garbs, right? I think like Amelia from ReZero. I think like she dresses like the characters in Sword Art Online. That's what I. That's what I'm saying. Where it's like, that's not too far off. But why do you look at a character like Amelia and you like her design more? Is it just because you like her character more and the show itself is good and the well, purpose for her character I, design I, is better? I see what you mean exactly, but yeah, I think I think it's more for main characters. Okay, because I don't I don't look at Amelia and be like she has incredible design. Okay. I don't, I don't say that. Subaru does have incredible. Subaru, in my opinion, for the purpose of the show, has great design. Because he doesn't. Because, so well. like, I don't know. His tracksuit, he looks unique and it tells you who he is without you even having to hear him. Just looking at him, he's like, oh, it's just a normal, like, kid. And in the right. show. That sounds boring, but in the show, like, that's the it point. Ends up. Yeah, yeah, like, that's the point of the story, that he's, like, a normal kid in this world, and it affects his character, and it shapes who he is. And that contrast of, like, oh, I'm a normal kid wearing a fucking tracksuit, and I have a bag of ramen, compared to, like, what he does in the show, it's, like, it makes him cooler. Because it's, like, oh, look how far he's come, despite how lame he looks, you know? Right. Um, but, and another thing with these shows, I, I give... I can give the side characters a pass. Yeah. But when it comes to like the main character, like yeah. with that that whole list I showed you. Mm -hmm. If this is pulling up looking like that on the art cover, I'm passing. <laughs> I think here's what I, I think I think I figured but, it out. Uh, this is what this is what I'm talking about though. Okay. Like look at this is look at this shit. <laughs> it's Kirito three point six. <laughs> yeah. But you can tell Many, I think I know what makes bad character design. I hold on. I, I think I, I know what I think I know what makes bad cover art. Let's take a look. <laughs> look at the background. Like what is this? <laughs> it's fire. <laughs> it's like this fucking trash ass like fucking 3D oh, it's like after effects. Oh my god, the character has some hidden dark power. Oh my yeah. god, he's gonna go lock on a final episode. Look at his fucking weak ass sword. Like, oh man. I think I'm trying to think about how to describe this. It's purpose. That's what defines good character design. It's like, how, what character design should tell you something about the character? It should define who they are and like what they're about and like what, you know, makes them who they are. The way their hair looks the scars that they have on their face the the way they you know dress you know um like like jotaro like as an example jotaro he he has like a school outfit and he's like a kid but he he wears it open so that shows that he's like a resilient like you know defiant kid that Bro, doesn't wear yes. his suit properly and yes. him and wearing a, a suit like shows that he's also a kid so like it, yeah like you know that has purpose part four does it the best mm -hmm. what you're saying does it the best because because uh i know you didn't watch it so i'm not but okay. you, you've seen 
I know how that. I know how most of the people look, but I would prefer if you didn't. If you think that it's going to reveal anything, that's now you know how the main character looks. I'm going to just talk about it. Just okay, like, yeah. The, the, the heart, the peace, and the in the heart. Oh, the shit is so gangster. <laughs> and like this is his face alone. Like he's you can tell he's a delinquent. That the pompadour is the delinquent hairstyle, right, especially yeah. back in the mm-hmm. 90s. You can tell he's a delinquent, but he has the heart. Delinquent, but he has a heart of gold. And yeah. that shows throughout the story. Yeah. Part for it. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, I'm watching it. I'm actually watching JoJo this month. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, watch the whole thing. Like, that's the next thing that I'm watching. So. Listen, man. Part four blessed my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, here's another thing. Like, like, look at this one. Right? You have this goat, right? Looking all ooh, badass, right? Ooh, ooh. Look. There is look so... Look at him in these covers. Man, right? don't even get me started about the masterpiece that is Trigun's character design. Let's look at this guy. It's Dude, gonna look, take... at, look at this, this, these pictures, right? These two right here, right? Manny. But then, oh. and then the, it gets juxtaposed with this picture. <laughs> Ali, Ali, literally, like, bro, I'm actually like legit asking you. Don't get me started on Trigun's character design. I'm gonna be here like all day <laughs> if I start talking about that. Basically, Ali, bro. All right, look at this shit, bro. Like you would see, like Ali, this is incredible, right? Yeah, and then you watch the show, and then you realize, yeah, he's, he's more of a this. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And then you realize, and then later in the show, you realize he is both. Yes, he can be both. Yeah, it's it's a, and another bro. I watched this amazing YouTube video of like talking about how good his character design is, um, and like uh, they were saying in the video, like his hand being mechanical but being like a hidden component. It, it shows this side of him that, like, he can't control. Because when you see, like, mechanical things, you see, you see like, artificial and, like, right. out of control. And, like, you know, something that a human can't, like, curb, right? So when he has this, when his human hand, that's something that every human can, like, control at will, distorts and fucking, like, turns into this giant robot gun. And he's like, no, stop it. Like, that in and of itself is, like, a design aspect to him like that in and of itself is part of what defines his character you know and and you know what you're saying about like like you know oh he looks like evil and like you know brooding and like not evil but like he looks like a badass and then you see him and he's like a nice guy it's subversive it's the same thing with with with, like yeah it 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 tells you something you draw a conclusion and then that conclusion that you draw is part of what makes the show what it is and what makes your perspective of that character what it is, right? Um, Ali, it gets it goes even deeper because in the first episode, literally, he's sitting in the bar. He's sitting in the bar. <laughs> this is drinking, right? Yeah. People roll up outside with AK. <laughs> you know, they all shoot. They all, like, yeah. they start shooting up the bar. The whole bar rips open. Yeah. They all, he's just sitting there by himself. Mm-hmm. He turns around. Yeah. And, bro, and then it's like, and the first episode, it's like, it's like, who is Vash Stampede? Yeah. The, the bad guy in the episode is claiming to be Vash, the big fat guy. Right, And right. then Vash, they're like, they're like, watch out, Vash is coming. And Vash is like, I'm Vash. And then it's like, it's so cool because 
the the first scene you see of him, he's like looking all badass, and then you go to like later on in the episode, he's like yeah. he's all goofy and shit. Yeah, yeah. And someone else is pretending to be him, and he's like, it's like who's the real Vash? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's like the, is this the badass Vash? Yeah, or is this goofy exactly. Is is exactly. such? Trigon has one of the best first episodes. It's so it's so unique. It's and it's, it's so, it gets you interested. It, I, I think a lot of people miss it. I definitely miss it. I think I, I watched an essay on it too, mm-hmm. and I, I rewatched the episode. It was so it's so sick. It's so different. Yeah. It's and um, it, and it it's all goes back to his character design. You expect to see him and be like, "This is the most badass person I've ever seen." Mm-hmm. And then he's all like, "Love and peace." Yeah, yeah, Love. yes, yes. It's so, <laughs> it's so dope, bro. When you when you are introducing a character one way and then you have to convince the audience that the elements of that character um are like that you that you thought or you saw initially are different later on like you have to you have to make sure that you balance that well like trigon is i guess this is i I guess i'll stop there like because i'm just i'm talking i was gonna compliment the writing and like why it's so good but (laughs) In regards to character design, you're right. Like, that's why the character design is so good in Trigun. And, you know, to get back to JoJo, every character is amazing in JoJo. Every single design, like, of the side characters. Even, like, even someone like Whole Horse, bro. When you first see Whole Horse, you think this nigga's, like, cool as fuck. Because he has a badass design, but he's fucking like he sucks <laughs> it's like you know he's he's stupid he has like a like a silly power and he's like a goofball you know um the, the, the designs in jojo they all they get better as it goes like <laughs> part, part yeah. five part five to me stands out as like the most like they, they everyone looks so fucking cool in part five yeah Everyone looks so fucking cool in part five. I think it literally like, like part three looks better than two one. Four looks better to than three in my opinion. Yeah. Then five, five is the best so far. They just get they get they up the ante. They get crazier in terms of literally. They, part one and, is like fist of the north star in in Britain, mm-hmm. and then part two is like, it's like I don't know. Part two is just like normal clothes. Like people still look cool because it's JoJo yeah. and regardless of what they're wearing. And then part three, everybody looked like a fucking cartoon character. You got Polnareff with his giant hair. You got you got JoJo with his like, you know, very thoughtful design. You got Kakuin with his green vest. Like that just looks cool because you got Emerald Splash. So he wears green. It's like, bro, that's dope. That's awesome. Um, all the stand users. I I think to you know maybe conclude this conversation unless you have more to say it's about purpose it's about what you're trying to say by by designing your character and some people don't have anything to say manny when when asterisk war when you have a fucking kirito head ass nigga who has a fucking anime sword with a giant power that's all it's saying and that's not interesting because you've seen that so many times and it's a trope and it's a factory character design. You put it in a machine. You you told an AI make a character design, and an AI made a character design. Yeah, it, man. Yeah, and and one more thing about Trigun is the the opening, the the, 
the OP of the show is all yeah. badass. It was like, yeah. and it's, all, mm-hmm. it's just him in cool poses. Yeah. And then it's very subversive. It's so amazing. I wish I can watch Trigun with my memory swipe, man. Like, oh, bro. I'm going to rewatch Cowboy Bebop, and I don't remember shit about Bebop. So I'm about to experience that. I don't even really remember shit about Trigun. No bullshit. I, it, I, I barely remember that show. Like, really? I remember yeah. I have a good memory of 12 to 24. I remember a lot. Yeah. I remember I remember some of 1 to... Because, you know, 12, 12 and like... like yeah. So mm-hmm. I like, I remember that good. I remember Tower Bebop good too. Yeah, I, I I remember it faintly enough to where if I were to rewatch it, it would feel like a new experience. Same with Princess Mononoke. I've oh, I've yeah. seen Howl's Moving Castle too, but I haven't seen it in a while and it hasn't been in my conscience to where like if I were to watch it again, it like would feel too familiar, you know? Um so Man, I think we can, we can. I love, I love breaking down anime like this, but I yeah. think we should move on to house. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, yeah. like, literally, I can, I can talk about character design. Honestly, I want to keep talking about character design, but we you, do we have do. a mission. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. I mean, I feel like I've said everything that I needed to say. Um, about so. princess. princess. No, about, I mean about character design, but also about princess. I don't think there's anything yeah, else. For honestly, that. I was like amazing shows with amazing character design right now no i'm saying like if we kept this conversation going like mm. i like i always bring up yeah good character you know you know what you said earlier about you said characters having nicks yeah and things that like only yeah. are special to them yeah like jojo yeah, has thing. like two belts like you don't even notice it and then it's like what the fuck <laughs> don't don't get me started on jojo <laughs> yeah Jojo's the best. Fucking, you know, one thing about Vegeta, I never noticed, but after he fights Android 18 during the Android arc, and he gets his ass beat, Android 18, like, breaks his arm, right? He, like, breaks his arm. She breaks his arm. And then, till this day, like, whenever Vegeta's, like, damaged in battle, he's still always holding the same arm that's broke like this. He's always like, (laughs) Really, it's, 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 it's such a cool touch, but no one knows that though. Wow! Like, whenever, till like even in the last arc of the anime, whenever Vegeta's hurt, he's still holding the same broken elbow. It's not broken, but it's like it's like he damages that same arm again. It's a cool touch because he that didn't is... do it before. Okay. Okay. I, I that's was... like one. That's like one touch I really like about Vegeta. Yeah. But yeah, that's really cool. I, I feel like, it is cool. I wanna, I wanna see if I can start catching those more. Character design, or like little like nicks like that. Like yeah, nicks are cool. I love I love little nicks like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, Princess Mononoke. What are you uh, ratings? You wanna do ratings? Is Princess is which is my rating? Better? My rating is gonna change. Um, as time goes on. So, like, the rating I give it now is probably not the rating I'll give it, like, the next time I watch it. I'll probably boost it up. But, uh... For me, Mononoke... Mononoke is, like, it's good to casuals and it's good to the, the tryhards. Yes, it's, yeah. It's, like, 
the healthy balance. It is a very healthy balance because if you're a casual, like you'll like the action. And the story is basic enough to where like you'll be able to derive value from it even if you aren't like really sinking your teeth into it. So mm. you're absolutely right. And that's the those are the best kind of movies, um, in yeah. my opinion. Like actually no, I take that back. <laughs> those are those yeah. are really good movies because they are putting a lot more on they on their plate than mm. than they bargained for right you can just go try hard and you can make it only for people that are paying attention or you can be like all right for people that aren't really going to invest a lot mentally how can we make this fun for them and he manages to do that so i mean all yeah. his movies do but you know you know for me one not case this is so epic it was epic all the way through mm-hmm. it was uh, the whole god thing was cool the board thing was cool yeah the characters are cool the wolf girl is amazing yeah the cover art gives it a little boost mm-hmm. uh, and, um, you know I like you know when the you know I, I didn't I had a, you know when they was like when the old dude was like the fucking the manipulator he was like yeah you want to see you want to see a god he said like you said something along the lines of, like yo you want to see a god die yeah and he said that, I was like damn is they really gonna do this shit? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they go and then the god walks across on the puddle. Yeah. Well, not, not the lake. And then they, yeah. they shoot him. And then, like, he's like, and then nothing. And then he's like, he's like, mm-hmm. act like he's like unfazed and he continues to walk. I was like, I was thinking, like, is he, are they gonna, I was like, they just shot him. That's yeah. the most they could do and nothing happened. So what's gonna happen now? So then, at that point, I was like, I didn't know what the fuck was gonna happen. Didn't they? No, didn't they immediately after they shot him? Didn't the girl say like, "You have to shoot him"? In the I don't know. I feel like she said something that was like explaining the rules a little bit. Like I, I feel like she said like, she, she I like I think they shot him like in the neck, kinda, and then she was like, "You have to like shoot him in the head." I don't remember what she said, but she did say something that was like, "Oh, so you just did it wrong? Like you shot like bad?" Did she shoot him or did someone else? I think someone else did, but I also interpreted this, Manny. I think that the reason why he was able to die was because he was, they shot him while he was transforming. Yeah, I think, right, I think that that's how I digested that. So, yeah. And, you know, I, when I was watching, I didn't, you know, I've I, I seen enough Jimmy movies to, to know the kind of endings, what kind of happens, like how that, because I've seen Howl's first. Okay. So, I seen Howls, then I seen Princess right after. Mm-hmm. Like, I seen both two in a row. Yeah. Off Howls, I was like, I kind of knew where Princess was gonna go end up going. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they shot him. Even if they, even if they said something, I was like, what? I didn't know what was gonna happen next. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't know they're gonna succeed. Yeah. Then they boom, they got him, and, and when they got him, I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. I was like, damn. That's fucking you were, crazy. Yeah, you were surprised. I um I think the fact that I saw it once kind of that it didn't impact me like nearly as much the second time in terms of like shock. Um It did and, kinda shock me a little. Yeah. To be honest, like I I don't know. There are a lot of moments like 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 a lot of his movies are very similar. Like Castle in the Sky, um mm-hmm. Nausicaa, they all have moments where it's like it's like the thing's not gonna die. Like you know, that's not what's going to happen. This is like 
that's not going to be and then it and then it does happen it's like holy shit i feel like the 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 dear god like dying at the end there are equivalent moments in other movies where it's like you don't expect like something crazy like that to happen um so you know yeah you know i feel like i feel like already what five movies in i I feel like i have the formula yeah the the ghibli movies Mm -hmm. at the same time for the miyazaki ones at least yeah. Did he do Cat Returns? No. Yeah, because, you know, that movie's completely yeah. different. It is completely different, yeah. So, I'm going to look that up yeah. to confirm, but keep talking. You know, he... His, he everything is about war and shit. I yeah. feel like... I feel like it is going to get old. He, he has his war movies, and then he has his family movies, like Totoro. And he has a couple of those. So, like... He like he likes planes. He hates yeah. war, and he he likes family. So I don't know. I feel like I seen the war thing is kind of getting like over overused. Mm-hmm. That's fair. That's completely. And fair. Then, you know, you know, funny because I already know there's a lot more war coming. You know, I mean, when it comes to, when it, I can. I, you I know, think the, it's just, the, real, the real war movie I'm looking forward to is Grave of the Fireflies because I know that is like that's not that's not even him that's that's not that's a different guy so else. that's um that's that's not Miyazaki so you're that one's gonna be like better because if if it yeah, was Miyazaki it would be the same shit that yeah. this movie is so yeah. I'm looking forward like that, to that because that's different you never watched it no I've never seen it no I feel like that's gonna be like depressing as fuck mm-hmm mm-hmm I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, me too. I feel um, like that. I feel like that's probably gonna surpass. I, I'm, I'm guessing it might surpass. I don't want to like have too high expectations. But right, right. Out of the out of the war movies, I don't, I don't know. I like Princess More Than House, me personally. Okay. I'm looking at his filmography right now. Um, Castle in the Sky is a war movie. Uh. <laughs> That's it. That's like the only other one. I haven't seen really? The Wind Rises. So The Wind Rises, I don't, that might be a war movie. I don't know. But, what um, about the big one, Park Rosso? I don't know anything about that. I think that really? is, I think that. I think that's him too, because all that flying shit. Yeah, there's flying and I think there's like shooting while they're flying. So maybe it is a little bit war. It's not war in the same way that Princess Mononoke and Howl's Moving Castle is war. Yeah. This nigga's not out here in the middle of a war zone, like, kicking ass. Like, that's not going to happen. But it'll probably be, like, about war a little bit. So, yeah, Miyazaki. So he, he did Nausicaa, Howl's, Princess, mm-hmm. and, and Totoro. Yep, and Totoro. Do you want me to name all of them? Those are just the, the war ones, right? The war ones are Howl's Moving Castle, Princess Mononoke, Castle in the Sky, and Nausicaa. Did you do Howl's? Yeah, that was the first one I said. Oh. Nausicaa, Princess Mononoke, Howl, and Castle in the Sky. You, I, I don't know. The, especially because I, I watched Howl's. Yeah. And I watched Princess right after it. And mm-hmm. then I watched Nausicaa. See, like, I think that's why I like Howl's more. Because... I watched Princess first, and I was like, 
I get oh, it. I, yeah, I, I, yeah. So, so like, I, and I've also seen Princess Mononoke. And then when I watch Howl's, I'm like, oh, this is Princess Mononoke, but with a love story, like, as well. And that was just a twist that I liked a lot, you know? And it's so uh, it's, crazy because Howl is, like, the same movie, but it's about a love story. And there's, like, actual, like, wizards. And there's so much more to Howl than Princess Mononoke to me, personally. They, they, it's like he took Prince Mononoke and he's like, I'm going to add this and this and this to it. That's how it felt while I was watching him. I, I feel like it, it really depends on what you watch first. Yeah, I, it really it really was that kind you, of thing. You, 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 yeah. But how is definitely like, you know, very like fantasy-like. Right, but yeah. Like, I like Princess Mononoke is like, it just feels real. Raw. It feels yeah. so. It feels like fucking real life. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, that's I'm. That's good. I'm glad you liked it. I, I just explained it. Um, I feel like the other Ghibli movies that I have seen, Castle in the Sky, also, um, and Howl's Moving Castle. I feel like they do a lot more than Princess Mononoke. Um, I feel like they have a lot more things going on. I feel like they're the stories are more than just like. War is bad. This is one. This one is legit. Like war is bad, and that's the whole movie. Castle in the Sky isn't that, um, and this and Howl's Moving Castle isn't that, and that's kind of all this movie is. And because you're right, maybe it's just because I saw those movies first. Um, but that's just how I feel about Prince Mononoke, and that's why I feel like it's lower on the totem pole for my Ghibli movies. And I right now. It's dancing between a seven and an eight, and uh, I don't know. It might go up. It's it's not going to go under a seven, like it's at least a seven, um, but it might go all the way up to like a ten in the future. Like it literally has that possibility for me. Like I just I I don't even have a definitive like feeling on this movie. So I don't know. It's it's a seven or an eight. Um, let's say seven. Gonna get an eight from me. Gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a seven for now. Um, I don't get nearly as much from this movie as I do from the other ones in any aspect. Um, also, one thing I love about the other Ghibli movies is they like they jump around a lot and they feel a lot larger scale. Princess Mononoke, it really felt like they were just like in this one area the whole movie. It's like the forest and like the little base, and they talk about all these other places, but they don't actually go to any other places, you know. And um, Howl's Moving Castle, they're jumping around the fucking world in that movie. They're going all over the place. You're, get, you're getting a good idea of what the entire world is like in two hours. I feel like I watched a whole fucking TV show like by the end of it. Um, and I felt the same way about Nausicaa, honestly. Uh, the thing is, 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 is the Princess Mononoke, is that like, because I know Howl's Moving Castle is a book. I watched video essays and I did like research and Howl's Moving Castle, it is a based on a book, but it's also very different to the point where I think in terms of the world, it basically is the book. Like he took the general concept of like how Howl is a wizard and stuff. And yeah, Howl's Moving Castle is a book. Howl's Moving Castle is one of the only, I think it's the only thing that Miyazaki based on something else that like wasn't like his own thing entirely. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel like. So why did why did you ask that though? Like, I don't know. I feel like 
can't give him as much credit to give from a guy from the book. He, that doesn't take away, take away from his the he direction. He changed of the movie. a lot. Like the I don't, the, I, don't I don't think he did. I don't no, think no, he he did. He did. From from what I from what I looked up, like it's nothing like the book. Like the like the conflicts are different. Um, there's no war in the book. To my knowledge, yeah, it's fucking it's. Yeah, but you know, you're saying it's like the book, and like that is a huge element of this movie. I think the basic plot is like pretty much the same, other than the war. I can't. I'm not gonna look at this. I think I I saw it. He he changed enough to where there is a lot of credit to be owed. Word of Howell. No. Castle in the air? What the fuck is that? Yeah. Anything? Well, I don't know. I was watching a video essay. Who knows how reliable the person I was watching was, but I don't know. He, he, the way he explained it, he he was saying that he was saying the differences on how like Hal's character isn't even the same at all, and and like you know how there was no war and and stuff. I think there were whole characters that weren't even in the book. I give him a lot of credit for *House Moving Castle*. So we're on that right now, right? We're basically doing that. Yeah. Okay. *House Moving Castle*. Clap. Um, I guess we can take time to look up these differences. Hold on. While the movie version of Hal is constantly fighting off in a war, in the book, that war doesn't exist at all. Hal actually spends most of his time in the book avoiding things like wars, and if one popped up, he'd run away from it for sure. Mm. I guess the whole Calcifer part, and uh, the girl turning into the old lady, and... Uh... I don't know. Mm. He changed a lot. I, I wouldn't say a lot. Okay. It is what it is. That is it obviously doesn't take away from his direction. Mm-hmm. I'm, he, not he, to, I'm not trying to show how don't get me wrong. Yeah. In my opinion what he changed it like it's it's so unique to the movie that like it it's it's exclusive you also take into account this is a two-hour movie compared to like a whole book you know and it's not like he even followed because of all the shit with the war he didn't even follow the basic plot of the book really you know like he he basically like the the war is so woven into the story of this movie and Hal's character like like that's that's enough of like validation for me to say that like you know it's like his story right because i don't know like he he is always trying to say something with his stories and i think it's i think it would be weird to say that howl is less of his narrative than it is than like princess mononoke i mean i guess in a sense it is because like he didn't come up with a lot of the tangential like magical elements but yeah what are you reading right now? 
Who's reading the plot? Take your time. Nah, I think I got. To me, pretty similar. Okay. The ending is pretty similar too. Regardless, Howls. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Howls is like the fourth highest selling movie, anime movie. Something it's up there. Howls was super successful when it came out. Yeah. I think it was like in terms of like budget, mm-hmm. how much they made, it was like it's like one of the highest ever. Oh shit, fuck. Um, Highest grossing anime films worldwide. Howl's Moving Castle, number four. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have to take into account... I think Spirited Away came out before Howl's. Yeah, Spirited Away was like a massive success. And everyone was like... Like, people who don't even like anime like Spirited Away. And then they're like, yo, the same nigga came out with like a new movie. And you also have to acknowledge the way that these movies were promoted in America. Disney got the rights for studio ghibli so when so when these movies came out in japan like they would come out in english with like voice actors and like disney's marketing team you know so like there was a lot to push these movies to like be successful and especially since it came out after fucking spirited away like of course this movie is going to be a success and it's like magic it's like I don't know. It probably was promoted as like more epic and grand than Spirited Away. I, I imagine if I saw Spirited Away and then I saw the trailer for this, I'd fucking go see that shit in a heartbeat. It looks so fun. There's like so many characters. There's a bunch of magic and shit. Still looking the up stuff? The Secret World of Variety is 10. That's cool. 10 Simone Milk is 8. Yeah, I, I saw that shit in theaters when I was a kid. I didn't even like, I just thought it looked cool. I was like, whoa. This looked different. I don't even. I didn't even know what anime was at the time. The cat is- returns thirty six. Let's go. The cat returns did so did more than uh, Kira. It's interesting. And yeah. fucking Dragon Ball Z. But let's get into Howl's. Yeah, Howl. Howl's. I loved it. I fucking love this goddamn movie. It was. <sighs> I got. You know, I I enjoyed it a lot. Did you? I mean, talk talk to me. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I feel like the ending was like. Worse than fucking. I don't know. I didn't like the ending. It's like the same ending. <laughs> it's like the same thing as. I know, um... <laughs> it was like I feel like it was like tr- like double like double the like, it was like really rushed like, like, again. Really? You think it's worse than um? You think it's worse than Prince Mononoke? I, I think okay. it was like I don't know. Prince Mononoke was like okay, but this one was like what the f- it was like. What were on. you? What do you consider what the fuck about it? I don't even like fucking remember. I remember okay. she was just like she started kissing everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Okay. Oh man, you know she loved her. She loved her family. Huh? 
She loved her family. <laughs> oh, that would be Miyazaki with another family one. What? Come on. Cut the nigga some slack. <laughs> he, he's repetitive, Bro. but he does them well. I feel like Howl's is like... It was so not compelling to me. Okay. I kind of got bored. Really? Yeah. Damn. Holy shit. That's so surprising to me. But it's like, it wasn't even, I don't even think it was bad, though. I, that's I don't, okay. That's I, that's completely understandable. I would give it, like, it's in, like, the seven. Yeah, it's not a bad movie, it's but you just not. It's not fucking, it's not graduated. Mm-hmm. I feel it, like, didn't, it didn't do anything bad, you just didn't care. Yeah. It wasn't the like, movie's, like, fault. It was just, like, you just weren't into it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was, I, I don't know. That's okay. I, I think I like, felt. I think I might have felt similar on the first viewing. Once again, it's my second watch, so like I kind of knew what I was getting into. One thing that stands out to me is the setting. This like the setting looks so. The city looks so cool. Yes, bro. He like he he scouted in um foreign countries yeah. for this movie. Yeah, I think it was Sweden. Mm-hmm. Or Iceland. Yeah. Something like that. A bunch of places. There's so many places in this movie. The 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 castle, like inside the castle, like the room that they're in, like every day. There's so many. There's so much detail in it. It's so rich. I want to live in that fucking room. <laughs> like even if even no matter how dirty it is, like I feel like I'm there. I feel like I'm in it. Um. Yeah. I don't know. The way you talk about Princess Mononoke is the way I feel about this movie. Yeah. No. Like full opposites. Yeah. I mean, I don't really. I, you don't have I don't anything know to say. What to say? <laughs> yeah, that's she, okay. She went. She went back in time. Mm-hmm. She went back in time, and saw um, saw how and how he met Casper, right? Yeah. What? I guess I don't fully understand that. What significance did that have? Like, what changed after that? Cause she she went back in time, came back. House is just standing right there in front of her. He's like, "Oh, House, was I too late?" Mm-hmm. And then like, hops on House back and just fly to the fucking the rest of the family. Like, what was the whole point of the back? Like, I must have missed it. I'm hoping you can tell me literally. The like, why did what was the point of that? Um... Going back in time. Why did she go there initially? Because there was a reason why she went through the gate. I don't remember. Do you remember why she went through the gate? Initially? I don't know. I think I think it was... Um, I'm not entirely sure because that was confusing to me as well because she said like... She said it as if like like they could hear her and like that if she like changed the past or something it would like do something like she she talked to them and they noticed her so it was like huh because when you first see the black worlds and it's like his forest you kind of assume like oh this is just a place on earth and then they insinuate that it was in the past or like something or it's like a magical fantasy place that doesn't exist within the realm of reality that he created like his own space um that's like private so maybe as a result of that his his memories or like remnants of like his past 
were like seeped into the place like because it was like a magical area and i honestly in the moment was just like this is important context in order for the ending to make sense like you need to you needed to understand how he made the deal with calcifer and how calcifer was like a star or whatever that thing was um before and like how he sacrificed like a piece of his heart or whatever um and i think it was just showing you that like visually to be like when she kisses him at the end like this is this is what's happening like what happened in the flashback and i don't know if i'm right about that because she talks to him and then he re he responds like to her by looking at her and they acted as if that had significance like they focused on that they, like she was like she was like um like I don't remember what she said. She said, find me in the future. Yeah. This, this Redditor. But, uh... Okay. That's okay. Nah, this, this dude on Reddit said... Actually, this is a nice touch. He said, before she leaves, she tells Howell, find her in the future. In the beginning of the movie, when Sophie first meets Howell, Howell saves her from those fucking soldiers and says, mm -hmm. there you are, sweetheart. Sorry I'm late. I've been looking everywhere for you. Mm. So I guess yeah. I guess when he responded, I guess he kept that in his head this whole growing up and the founder. Yeah. But they didn't even write What does that even like does that change anything though? I guess the movie was saying that Hal knew it was her the whole time and like he understood her significance, like to him, and that's why you let her stay. Maybe that's what they were saying. I feel like you can tell that he he knew it was her, but even if she turned old, right? Well, when he saw her, she wasn't even like when he saw no. her in the flashback. She was, um, she was she was young, but had the white hair. Yeah, but I'm saying like. You know how how never brought up that he knew. Forget the flashback. Right? Okay. He never he never said, "Oh, you're the young girl that turned old," right? He just knew, right? Mm hmm Okay, so you think the movie's telling you that he knows through that flashback? No. Before the flashback. Well, he sees her when she's young at one point. And the yeah. movie makes it clear that he can tell when people are like under curses and stuff. So they never explicitly say it like outright, but there's like an implication that he might like. Th there's a they do they say, say it. They, they do say it in the sense where like she's asleep, and when she's asleep, she's her young self, and he like sees her when she's like asleep, and it's like oh, like that's the young. Yeah, girl. but I'm saying even even before that, even before that. Well, he sees her when she's young. No, I'm saying like, do you is the do you think the movie is trying to tell you, the viewer, no. that he knows by just the way he's acting? No. No. The line that you read, the line that you read from the redditor, the way that was articulated in the movie was, I'm saying this to distract the guards, so that no, like, no, no, forget, no, forget the redditor because that has to do with the ending. I'm saying like, yeah. before before that. No, I'm talking about like, like you don't think you don't think the movie's not, trying to tell you not that at all, it? not at all. Because you didn't, the ending, you didn't tell you that? no, because the ending wouldn't be a surprise if that was the case, you know. Really, you can't tell. I, I thought I, I thought that was like obvious. Really, yeah. 
I because the way the film articulates that he's like like a like a fuck boy. So I thought he was just kind of like doing it again. But well, why would he? Why would he tag along with this old lady? If he's a fuck boy. Oh, you mean like when she like is in his house? Um, I mean, he I know never... it's like, it's like he want, wants her to be a maid, right? But well, they never established that he isn't like a friendly person. So like when she walks in there and he's like. And he like doesn't care like for her to stay. I wasn't phased by that because I, I didn't understand what his character would do in that situation. Like uh, it wasn't subversive to me for him to be like, "Oh, you can stay," because I don't know. Like I'm just, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to see your perspective. Like, so you said you said the movie doesn't isn't trying to tell you that he knows it's her, not from the flashbacks. Just from being I, old I'm told. saying, yeah, I'm saying no. I think no. the movie... You didn't, you didn't know first viewing either? No, definitely not on the first viewing. I'm sure really so. interpreting the the whole thing as... Well, if we're talking about when she's a grandma and she, like, walks in. Um, not at all. Like, what did he do to make you think that? I don't know. I feel like she was... He was I feel like he was looking at her. Really? <laughs> I feel like I, I, I knew already. Mm. Yeah, this I didn't is, get that at all. Thing, this is the thing we had with another movie where it's like, with Roger Wave, it's like, is the movie trying to tell you that mm-hmm. she knows right. that's him? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, this doesn't even like, it really doesn't even change the movie. It does. I just want to see your, yeah, I just want to see your Yeah, I, I understand. I, the the way he treated that character was not explicitly different than the way he treated the other characters in his house. So I didn't really get the impression that like he saw her as more significant. Like usually in an anime or something like that, like what you're saying, like, oh, he looks at her, there'll be a shot of him like staring at her and yeah, his hair yeah, puffs yeah. up or something like, oh, it's the girl. Like that that didn't happen at all, you know? Yeah. He acted very casual with her. So I, I didn't get that impression. I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like he, he I'm, I knew he knew from the start. Interesting. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's cool. I don't know. Maybe that's the intended reaction. Who knows? I'm gonna call up Miyazaki right now. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm thinking about war. <laughs> Zoo has nightmares every day, bro. He legit does. Like he hates life. He was he was uh picking trash. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was picking trash on the side of the street and someone was like, What are you <laughs> what are your thoughts on Demon Slaying? He's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Wait. I I don't know if this is true, but I saw a meme of him like picking up trash and then like a, a news article, like the headline of the news article was like me someone asked him I don't know, it was on Twitter. It was like someone asked him, like, yo, what do you think about Demon Slay? And he's like, the world, the pollution in the world is like destroying the planet. Like, leave me alone. It was really funny. <laughs> Uh, I'm 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 sorry if if uh, you know you don't have anything to say about it and and uh, I don't know it was like I thought it was so well executed 
I thought for like a magical setting there, when you do a magical setting like this, Manny, the way you communicate how the magic works and how the world operates is very important. You can either do it like Harry Potter, where you just one by one, here's what a wand does. Here's how people fly. Nobody knows anything about this. The way they communicate in this movie is done so well to where like, like it, it, it's organic without, without feeling unnatural. But it's delivered in a way where you're learning more and more every single time because um, you don't really know anything about like anything that's going on. Um, and that really added a lot for me. Um, and the elements that they added were all interesting. Like you hear that Howl is kind of like a wizard and you see the castle. You see the castle and then you see these normal houses and you see everyone's living normal lives. And then you see this nigga fly. And he's the only guy that flies. It's not like there's a bunch of other people flying. He's the only nigga that flies. And then you see the goo people. And it's like, where the fuck do they come from? What do they have to do? Are these the only two people like this? And then when you hear there's more people like this. And you go into his house. And there's like a guy that says he's a demon. And then you have a little kid that's like, you know, transforming into like, you know, like an old man like kind of thing. There's the way they introduce all these elements and all these, you know, little nicks to this world. Um, makes it so rich and alive and it, it makes this movie feel like a world that has rules and has um, things that are different than ours but very authentic and and real and genuine um, and that was one of the biggest things about it for me that's that's one of the parts I loved about it did how did you feel about the, any of that just disinterest did... <laughs> it's okay Talk to me. Tell me your negative I things. I don't know what to say. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it if if you don't no, have anything to say. I don't know what to say. Like that's okay. I don't know. It is magical. Mm-hmm. It's not. It is. You know. I think. I think the best character in this movie was the fucking scarecrow. Really? You didn't <laughs> like the fire? Like you didn't think that guy was funny? Casper was funny. Did you think the, you didn't think but, the witch was like? There's so much to her character. She was not only was she witch? funny. Yes, yeah. The witch, the witch the, of waste. Yeah, that one. Okay. There's so much to her character. You didn't like her at all. You didn't think she was funny. No. Okay. Was it funny when she got tired walking upstairs? Like, aren't you a witch? Why can you like broom up the fucking stairs? What? Like, no, they said that the the stairs like blocked their oh, magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty fucking stupid. Damn. <laughs> Fuck. Dude, you don't even I have. Don't, I don't know. Like I feel <laughs> like I feel like I should say something. You don't even have uh, negative things to say, like like reasons I why don't. you don't like it. We can I we can don't. just move on to Nazca. I don't do you want to do like, that? I don't feel like it's fair to move on. I feel like you have more to say. I mean, I like it. I mean, d- do you want to hear what I have to say? I don't know. I don't want to say things that just right, keep going. whatever. I mean, maybe you can make me like the movie more. Um. Okay. I mean, I can. I can attempt to. I well, the one thing that I really did appreciate about it was its world and how it delivered that information. It made me think about like harry potter a lot and just any other like world with magical elements like woven into it um as if it like is organic and stuff um and the way it delivered 
all of the information of like how the characters operate in it, how the, you know, the war and like the effect that it has on the society that is in it without necessarily having an entire scene where it's like, oh, this is the exposition dump for the war. They don't do that. They show you like the flag and and like, you know, the military people like walking by and you can immediately tell just by looking at that shot or looking at just what's happening in the background, you know, and this movie does a lot of things. It communicates a lot of things to the audience that the audience needs to understand without actually directly saying it. And that's really important when you're a filmmaker, you need to be able to build your world in two hours without make, without building it in a boring way. And this movie builds it in a really fun way. It delivers all of these tiny little knickknacks to you um, in pieces uh in a way where they never get boring and they never get stale and they're always fun. That's why I love this movie in terms of like how they jump between places. They go to the palace, you know, they go to the fucking, you know, random city that they sell like food at or something. Um, they're globe trotting and it, and it's very good world building, um, throughout the entire movie. And I'm surprised you don't like, like any of the characters. Cause I think all the characters, even the kid, like, all feel very authentic and very real. And the witch of the waste. Yeah, I thought Hal was great. But I feel like I feel like the main the, the main girl. I feel like it was cool that she turned to old lady. That's different. Mm-hmm. I like that. What I really like. What is the best the part? The best part of the movie to me is whenever she turns young again. Yeah. You know she's blissful with fucking love and shit. I feel like whenever she, whenever she, whenever she turned young, yeah, that's what really caught my attention. That was that's that's when this movie became more interesting. Because mm-hmm. when she turned when she turned young again, yeah, that's what that's what made me pay attention. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'd watch, 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 but when like she turned when she turned young, I like I paid like even like closer attention. Yeah, like, I agree. And it, it all ties into the love and stuff. And mm-hmm. even, like, even, like, scenes where, like, you don't even, like, think any, like, romance, love things going on. You just see her getting, like, younger. Yes, exactly. You just see her, like, falling in love. Yeah. Like, and you notice it. I think you that's the best part of the, that is the best part of the movie to me. Mm-hmm. Even the dream, the dream sequence. Right. It was super cool. Um, they don't even explicitly communicate to the audience like, oh, the cure to her curse is love, yeah, right? So the like, like, they yeah. they say in the movie like that they don't know. They don't even tell you the Witch of the Waste. You don't know that there isn't a cure until like halfway through the movie when the witch tells her like on the stairs like, oh, I don't really know how to cure you. I know how to give curses, but I don't know how to remove them. So like you you're piecing it together in your mind and that's what i'm saying about how this movie delivers information it shows her getting younger and she's like you're like what is she younger right now and like your eyes are like deceiving you because it's like you don't even notice and the movie doesn't like make a point to like it doesn't emphasize it at all it doesn't like have a close-up shot of her like de-aging when she says something you know until like later on in the movie but in the beginning it doesn't do that and that's what i love about this movie like it's it it, it keeps you invested in that way and I love how this movie affects the other characters when it comes to how their magic works. The Witch of the Waste is this old fucking, like, you know, lady that has been using magic to give herself, like, a voluptuous appearance. And then when all of her magic is removed and she, like, is, you know, fucking de-aging, like, husk of a human being, um, you, you see that, like, by the end when she, like, walks up the stairs and how it's, like, 
And I just love that because you don't know that when that happens in the movie. You are not communicated to as a viewer as to like how her magic um like entirely operates and and like what entails like how fickle they are. You don't know how fickle like, you know, a magic like that can be. And seeing how it affects her is is really cool. And they talk about how um the other wizards are con- are like consumed by magic so they literally just become animals howl is like a bird and he can transform into a bird but the other people that he fights are people that are so consumed by the magic that they've used that they just turned into monsters like completely and howl is like on the brink of doing that himself and that in and of itself is really interesting um the way magic with all the other characters is used is very very cool to me um so you know you say that was interesting about the the girl character i thought that shit was interesting about every character because every character was like the girl character her thing was that she got younger when when she fell in love and and Hal's thing is that he's slowly like turning into like a monster and and how is the same thing as the witch bro he's the same thing as the witch where like he tries to look sexy and hot because he thinks like that's all that matters right so when he freaks out like oh you fucking dyed my hair wrong and he like gets upset he like starts melting because he's like he's losing his composure and that in and of itself was cool to me because that in and of itself is a reveal on on how Hal's magic works and that this character that you thought was just walking around chilling was actually using magic the whole fucking time. So it's like, it's a double like purpose. It, it shows you that this nigga's a fucking G and he has his magic on at all fucking times, like the whole, the whole time. And it shows you that he's an emotionally like fickle person that cares a lot about his appearance and like how people see him. And he doesn't want like the bird aspect of him to come out. Right. So, you know, we talk about character design and like, that's that's like a part of it the bird part of him is like his dark aspect that he keeps sealed away because it's a representation of his anger in the same way that the representation of the dude's anger in princess mononoke is like the the curse on his arm it's the same thing with Hal. it's like it's like the same there's literally like a scene where like he uses his hand and it turns into like the bird hand like when he wants to like use some magic that like fucks up a ship and you know it, it, it's it was like the same thing from princess mononoke um so i i thought there was a lot to appreciate in that sense um and that was like the one thing that i liked about it and i could go on but you know i mean (laughs) talk to me about specific things if you want if you want to move on we can i don't want to like i can talk about this in any other context this isn't the only time i can like speak on this movie so um i don't want to go too hard in the paint um, if you don't want to hear it. Not continue. All right. Well, you said you didn't like the ending. And um, I like this ending more than Princess Mononoke's ending because it makes more sense to me. I'm more convinced that the characters in this movie... Um, not only am I convinced that the characters in this movie change their opinions, who change their opinions actually have their opinions changed and i i don't go what the fuck i go like oh that's so sweet and that like i'm so happy that happened the reason why the girl the the gun lady in in um princess mononoke uh changes her opinion is because of ashitaka's influence on her and the reason why the 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 leader of the kingdom the woman like the grand the whoever she was like the grandma with the staff that was sitting in the chair 
<coughs> the reason why she decides to stop the war at the end of the movie is because, you know, Howl has a lot of influence on her. And the thing that happened to Howl at the end of the movie when she sees that, like, they have a big happy family, she's like, you know what? Like, you know, if Howl can be happy and, and, and like, he, he can go on, like, that positive uh, journey with him and, like, that girl that loved him so much, like, there's no reason, like, why this war needs to happen. Like, I, that made a lot more sense to me because she experienced firsthand some of the, like, most emotionally resonant moments in the movie. When the girl was talking about how much she loves Hal, like, and then she, like, just immediately turned, like, mad young because, like, while she was there, when she was supposed to be in disguise as his mom, like, you know, that resonated with the character. Like, she remembered that, and that played into her decision in the ending. And, um... You know, I didn't feel that way a lot about Princess Mononoke, like about the times where, you know, Ashitaka was talking to um, the the gun lady because there was never a moment like that strong where it was like, where it was like, yo, like you really should follow like love and peace. Like you're being like ignorant. You know, I felt that with Howl's Moving Castle. I felt that I, I was convinced that the character did have a change in philosophy because there were things that she witnessed that that would change someone's perspective. Um, and I love how the theme of love is consistent with, with every single character, you know, Calcifer comes back, even though the entire movie, he was saying that he didn't want to be attached to Howl, And then he comes back regardless, just cause he, he loves him so much. The, the tulip guy, you don't know that he's like a prince and then she kisses him and you know, he was being nice to her the whole time. And her, like, kindness that she gave back to him, like, set him free of his curse. Love is, like, the theme of this movie. And I was invested in that theme throughout. And it it, it, it capitalizes on that message with many different characters in many different ways that are going through many different um, individual stories, you know? Uh, the Witch of the Waste is, like, jealous. And... Um, the 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 leader of the kingdom is like cynical and pessimistic and and you know she has a negative she's like the she's like the gun lady right like she she thinks like this is just what has to be done and um then you have a character like like the scarecrow who who you know despite what happened to him is going out of his way to be kind um you have calcifer when i say that i like this more than princess mononoke what I'm saying is that this movie does more. It's so similar to Princess Mononoke in so many ways, but it just has more going on. There's more characters. They're all more different in a way that I like it. It's 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 doing a relationship like story and a family story about love while simultaneously being like a war movie. And it's like it's like it's like the amalgamation of everything this nigga has been making for like 20 years, bro. It's like Nausicaa, Castle in the Sky spirited away it's like a it's like the perfect mix of his family shit and his war shit and he he manages to say what he says in his war movies and in his family movies at the same time and that's godlike in my opinion and uh those are the i mean that's that's the short version <laughs> of what i have to say um we don't have to go beyond that I feel like I said my general thoughts and 
Also, what I know about Miyazaki now after watching like some video essays and doing more research about like, you know, this movie is like the the time it came out was very evident of like, you know, um, the way he was acting at the time when Spirited Away won like the Oscar for best animated feature. He wasn't there to accept it because he didn't want to go to a country that was like bombing Iraq. And it's like it's like that's so that's so telling of his character when you watch like this movie. And because of those real life details about his personality and his opinions, that adds context to all of his movies that makes me, that changes my perspective on life. And um, knowing that he was a kid that grew up, that had to like move. He, w- he was in like, he lived in the city that got bombed like um, by America like a year before it got bombed and he moved. Like, not because they were afraid they would get bombed, just by chance. And, like, so, I, the way the war impacted him is so interesting to me when I watch his movies because it feels very personal and very sincere because I know his values. And he's been very vocal about his values and, and what he thinks. Um, and it's it's just cool. It's cool to see that expressed in this movie. And I think it's executed very well. And... You know, that's why when you say that he took it a lot from a book, that's why, like, I, you know, I, I disagree because there's so he he is. I feel like he really is doing his own thing, even if the general plot is the same without the war, even um, it is so Miyazaki, like it's so him. Um, yeah. I don't know if there's anything else I got. I'll look at the few notes that I have, but I think we can end there. I think it's all I got. If you got anything to say, feel free to let it out. Uh, I think I said, uh, I only really had negatives at the movie. Well, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just I didn't find it interesting. That's okay. I appreciate your honesty, and um, I appreciate you listening to what I had to say. I mean, everything you know, honestly, like a lot, a lot of everything you said definitely like makes sense. Mm-hmm. But and I, I didn't, bro. When I watched it the first time, it like didn't re- like I didn't care at all. Like, I did not, I was not blown away. I wasn't, like, fascinated. I was just like, all right, it's another Ghibli joint. Had less action. Like, that's, that's like, that was honestly my takeaway. Um, and I don't know. I just have a new perspective now. I watched Princess Mononoke first. So, you know, I also kind of, like, I went into it kind of wanting more than that. And I saw both of these movies before. So, like, I was more enthusiastic to watch Howl's Moving Castle again because I like I didn't like that one as much as Princess Mononoke and I was like I know it's I didn't like it as much but like I knew it wasn't bad it wasn't one of those things where I was like this movie sucked it was one of those things where I was like maybe I was just young and I didn't get it so this time mm-hmm. I just kind of was like let me try and get it and I got it like I, I understood what he was trying to say and what he was trying to do and I don't know. It was it was one of the, I I think if I watched this for the first time, I wouldn't give it 
as much praise as I am right now. I don't think it would resonate with me as much. Maybe I'd be in the same camp as you where I'm just like indifferent and I'm just like, yeah, it's not bad. Like, it's so funny that you feel that way because that's how I feel towards Mononoke kind of. I'm like, yeah, this is an amazing movie. I just don't care like that much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's good that we have the inverse. Um, we, we, we always do. Yeah, I know. It's pretty common. So, yeah. you want to do ratings? Move on to Nausicaa. It's it's in the sevens. Yeah, that's that's cool. I gave Prince of Mononoke a seven, and I'm gonna give Howl's Moving Castle a nine out of ten. I think it was fucking awesome. Um, what makes it not a masterpiece or a ten? Um. That is, that is a hard question to answer. What do you... That's a really... Diff, that's a loaded question, bro. <laughs> like I said, a movie... The way I do my ratings is I go up from a five. So I don't, I don't give my ratings dependent on like, oh, this movie didn't have this, so it's not a 10. It's just kind of dependent on like my 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 gauge of like you know do i think that there's something that can top this and in my opinion there's a lot of things that can top house moving castle i love this movie but i think that there are movies that i would call a masterpiece more than i call this one a masterpiece like i mean i don't know what do you define as masterpiece because if we're talking about execution and like what makes a movie good and if a movie like executes itself very well and it resonates with you, I guess it is a masterpiece. But there are movies that I think I'd appreciate and enjoy more than this. I guess that's my answer to your question. Like what makes this not a 10? There are other movies that I think are more 10 like than this movie. What you said the last the last thing you said? There are other things that are more ten level than this movie. Like there are movies that I've given a ten, I consider like to be on a higher level than than like things that are a nine. To be on like a a level that this movie doesn't even you know touch. Like I don't know. I wouldn't give. I would give like you know, devil man and ping pong and 10. And I don't think this movie is doing enough to be as good as those for me. Yeah. You know, Yeah. it's all about what you're aiming for. And, uh, if you do what you're aiming for very well, that's great, but it doesn't necessarily mean you'll be the best of all time. You know what I mean? You might be a 10 out of 10 for what you're trying to do, but you're not necessarily a 10 out of 10 on the spectrum of film as a medium. Do I think House Moving Castle is one of the best movies ever made? No. Do I think it's an amazing movie that's up there? Yeah. So, yeah. And who knows? Like, this movie is is capable of turning into a 10. Like, with time, if I appreciate it more and notice more details, it could be a 10. It's, it's on that edge for me. Yeah. 
but it's a nine for now. Yeah, I wish I wish I had more to say. Like, to it's okay. It's okay. I appreciate you, you know, letting me, uh, letting me talk about what I had to talk about. And uh, do you have? Do you feel like you have a lot to say about Nazca? I really don't. To be honest. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Because I, like I said, it's just like a sub tier. I feel like I know it's like what is that? His first movie. Um, no. It's, it's Lupin the Third, Castle of Cagliostro was his first movie. Well, I know this is his early career. Because yeah. I know this, this came out before Ghibli even was a thing. Yeah, it did. Oh. I feel like he made Princess Mononoke to just make Nausicaa better. That's what a lot of people say, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, going into Nausicaa... I didn't know it was going to be the same. I was going to be something completely different. Mm-hmm. You know? So when I, like, when I went into it, and then like 20 minutes in. And, then like, and it's like the same thing. It was disappointing. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know it was going to be the same thing either. But because of how much I didn't, like, I was, I, I, I was indifferent towards Princess Mononoke. I was like, oh shit, this is the same fucking movie. But it has... Everything I wish Princess Mononoke had. And I'm going to be honest. This movie is just Princess Mononoke, but what I wanted it to be. Um, I love a lot of things about this movie more than Princess Mononoke. And that's crazy to say because Princess Mononoke is the level up of this. But I feel like this movie tackles the conflict. Everything that Princess Mononoke tackles in a more convincing, like, better way. And it's it's so crazy. I Once again, like you said, it might just be the way I watch them and the order that I watch them in. That might really gauge my opinion. Um, I've never seen Nausicaa before. I didn't know anything about it. And that, that like, you know, the once again, like, I know a lot about Miyazaki's character. And the idea that this... That like when he when he decided like yo I'm gonna make a movie that this was the first idea it's like yo this nigga was a god out the gate oh my god <laughs> like like basically like he did the he did the the shit like everything that represents Miyazaki now is like in this movie like fighting planes um family and love and you know animals dying all of that shit is here bro like it's magic you know like it. Um, uh, and, and it's got, and there are so many like little things that I liked about it. I love the animation of his old shit way more than the new stuff. Um, it just has this, like, it just feels more him. It feels like I'm getting more like of, of like a genuine thing because it's so it's, it's a lot more, I don't know if choppy is the right word, but it feels more like a personal thing. It feels more like his art style. I feel like later on, it's like, this is Studio Ghibli's art style. But in the beginning, it's like, nah, this is Miyazaki's art style. Like, this is how he draws. Um, and I like that a lot more. I also just love, there There are some animation techniques they use in this that they don't use for modern animation, like, anymore. Like, for the, the ohms, like, the big worms, they had, like, paper cutouts of each of their layers, and they would move them with, like, a little, like, flap, like a picture book. Yeah, and I was like, and when you watch the movie, you can see it. Like, you can see how they move, and it's like, 
it's not animated digitally in a computer. They just took the like the frame and they just like moved it like slightly with like a piece of paper. And it's like that's so cool. And like you know the way they handle depth of field, where it's like you can tell that something is like far away and something is closer, is so much better in these old kind of animations because they the I don't know how they do it exactly, but it's like objectively like closer to the screen. Like that's literally how they animate it where it's like, you know, um, the, the, the animation cell is like closer to the camera than the background is like, they move the background like farther, literally like they, like I, that's so real. It's so like, holy shit. That's so like authentic and cool. Um, and this movie is so big. There's like planes crashing and people fighting in the sky and they and they go to the sea of decay and then they go over to the kingdom and they go to this place and that place and then there's a giant fucking you know evangelion monster speaking of evangelion hideaki ano the guy um who is like behind evangelion and like he like you know made that shit he did he animated the part with the monster that was like the first thing he ever did so and and it's like it's so crazy how, like, that is who he is now. Like, he still does that shit, you know, like, today. And I just, like, ah! <laughs> like, that just, it's so godlike. It's like two gods sitting in the same room coming up with a masterpiece. Um, You know, you got, you got, you got Miyazaki's magical war love piece. And then you got Hideaki Anno's, like, nihilistic monster that's gonna destroy the planet and it's just like i just love that so much it's so badass bro uh that's like think about it. and i was i was looking up stuff and <laughs> miyazaki said yo if this movie sucks it's because you didn't animate the god part well and he told that to Anno, and Anno was like okay i'm sorry and i think that's just so funny because they're so iconic now in retrospect this movie put these niggas on the map I mean, so you, you didn't like the the God part in Mononoke? Um, I didn't. I didn't like it nearly as much as this because, like, I think conceptually this one just resonates with me more because it's like, I don't know. I think the idea of like a a a, a, a creature that humans are taking for their own advantage and like the idea and the way that they did it where it's like he's coming out before he's fully developed like the humans are forcing like hit like a like an early birth because they just want to use him for power i think conceptually that's so much cooler and i think his design is cooler i think the narrative significance of it is cooler i think the scene in general is just way cooler and um and it was like this tangible beast. And the way they, the, Manny, the way they hype it up in Nausicaa is so much better than in Princess Mononoke. In Princess Mononoke, you don't even know that the thing does that. Um, actually, do you? Does he transform before um, before the ending? Ever? No? Okay. So, like, the way they hype it up, in, the movie starts, the opening shot of the movie is of the giants. And they tell you that these giants roam the land first. So, the idea of, like, oh, there's one left... And it's like awakening in the climax of the movie. That's a lot cooler to me. The way they set that up made it more interesting. Because um, they built it up as this like, like, yo, it's this ancient being that hasn't been around like forever. And he can fuck shit up. And like, you know, 
Like he was around <laughs> for everybody else. I don't know, because when, when movies do things like that, it's always like, you know, he's going to like pop up at the end. Right, but I didn't know I, that. I, I, I prefer, I prefer Mononoke's way of doing it. That's like fair. a surprise. Like they, it's like they awaken the god, but in front, Mononoke, they, they killed the god. This is, I, I guess it's the way you look at it. Yeah. It's actually in like Mononoke is like, these humans just killed a god, and now like the force. That's what like, I mean. It's I, the same thing in Nausicaa. They basically yeah, kill him. It's the same. It's it is the same thing. Mm -hmm. But but there's and that's why I like Nausicaa more because it's not just they killed him. It's they like forced him to come out of his like like fetus before he was ready basically and that's like so fucked up and like so there's so much i don't know conceptually that has a lot more like going for it for me personally i think that's just cooler and like adds more emotional heft uh, i don't think so okay i think comparing mononoke to now like with all those last year especially with like australia on fire and Brazil on fire, them's on fire. I feel like. What are you talking like, about? Like you know how like the forest, like last year, like Australia on fire. No, I don't know. What huh? are you talking about? I don't know anything you're talking about. Last year, 2020, when fucking the whole Amazon forest is on fire. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that at all. Whole country of Australia is on fire. The whole country? Australia is huge. Is the whole the whole thing was like burning down? Like what? A bunch of okay, I didn't know that. And That's I feel really like cool. it's not cool. <laughs> it's not. Know. It's it's like, bad, but yeah, it's like interesting. It, Mononoke is, is like like that. Like it's like that shit's even happening now. Like it's obviously not the god thing, but like these humans, these humans killed this god. Now this whole force is gone. Right. And like. Right. Even in still today, humans play a part when it comes to all that forest fire stuff happening. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't know. I like I like Mononoke better. That makes sense. That's valid. Yeah, I didn't even see it. But at the same time, it was it was a suspense of not knowing what was gonna happen once they shot this fucking dude, took his head. Mm -hmm. And then you that's see true. Like, that's true. I don't know. I thought that was more interesting. Mm-hmm. That's valid. I I've seen Mononoke already, and um, like the that part uh, didn't resonate with me at all. On my second viewing, because I just knew it was coming, and like you know, I understood yeah. it. But that perspective that you have, having watched it for the first time, that makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of <laughs> sense that that that's the reaction you would have. I um. I. The reaction that you had to Mononoke is reaction that I had to to Nausicaa because I was like, I didn't know, yeah, just, just, I didn't yeah, know what was gonna happen, and going yeah. and like when the god dies, it really it I, I felt the exact same way, Manny. When the dude dies, I'm like, what are they gonna do? Like they're all fucked. Yeah. Like it's it's over. Um, and the same reason. So, so honestly, bro, like I. I felt the exact same way. Uh, the thing about the forest fires is is valid, though. Um, I think the symbolism 
there and the analogy to real life is a lot stronger than in, in Nausicaa. I'll give you that. Even though that kind of is happening in Nausicaa because they want to burn down the Sea of Decay and she talks about how like under the Sea of Decay, like the trees are like under the, you know, the entire like insect place. Um, yeah. I just love the world of Nausicaa so much more. It's, there's so much more going on. There's so many Evangelion-esque designs of like the monsters and you got the cool animation. You have the Sea of Decay. You got the Valley of the Winds. You got the airships. Um, you got so many set pieces. They they went all out with this movie. Like the airships. Can you think of a movie of this scale and this level of animation that came out before this? I don't even know if you can. I'm I'm new to anime movies, so I'm yeah. wrong at it. Well, I mean, not even just anime movies, just anything animated, period. Like, did anybody try to do something of this scale in an animation before, like, 1980? I don't even know. It just feels so new and, like, ambitious. But... Like, fucking... It looks like Doom. Honestly. Honestly, bro. It, like, it... It it, it has such a distinct visual style, in terms of its its character, de- bro. We talk about character design. We talk about costumes. I love the costumes in this movie. I love I how too. I love the costumes and I love how the ships look. They're fucking awesome. I um, I love everything about that. Yeah, the the ship crashing was crazy. Yeah, I like, I I like th- how I like how uh, it looked. All of the all of it looked cool. Mm-hmm. But, I but, didn't um, expect them to commit to that because it was like. It's a giant fucking ship. It's like huge. Um, I also, I, I really went into this with low expectations because it is literally the same movie as Princess Mononoke, but it came out like 20 years before or like 15. So I'm sitting here like, okay, so this is going to be like a worse version of Princess Mononoke. And when I see a giant fucking ship, the size of a city explode in like the first 20 minutes, I'm like, okay. This is pretty godlike. Like, so I don't know. It's like it's the same fucking movie. It's I don't even know what else to say. What are you looking up? Huh? What are you looking up? I was reading some uh, Miyazaki stuff. Hmm. Yeah. I uh I also watched another video essay on Nausicaa that gave me more mm-hmm. context as to, you know, this movie's making. You want to know something that's so interesting? Nausicaa is based off a manga that Miyazaki wrote. Like, Miyazaki made the manga. And the only reason he made the manga was because when he wanted to get funding for the movie, people were like, it needs to be based off something. You can't just have an original idea. So he was like, all right, fuck you. I'm going to make my idea in manga form so that I can make a movie off it. And that's so... That is so gangster, man. Like, that's so, like, like... Oh my god, that's so cool. That's so crazy. That's so insane. How did how could anybody do that? Like I would never even consider that shit. That's how passionate he is and how much he tries. Yeah, we really want to get the, the, the story out. Yeah. And I also really like just, you know, how uh, Iseo Takahato, who is the other premier Studio Ghibli director, he did Grave of the Fireflies and other, you know, Ghibli joints. Um, but him and Miyazaki are like, you know, 
two peas in a pod or they were um and then and and like this movie was like the start of that you know well mm-hmm. actually it wasn't they were together on another movie before this but it was like the start of ghibli basically and it was like it was the big three it was ano it was takahata and miyazaki all on the same all on the same team and they were all busting their fucking ass it wasn't like they didn't even have all their shit together and they had to make compromises too like the, you know like he he said that he looks back on this movie and he like feels you know like he could have done better and blah 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 because he was on a deadline and shit and and i and i think that's really cool and i think that's so endearing um and that makes me empathize with the story a lot more. It feels like it feels like Princess Mononoke, but like made through perseverance, you know. Um, and it doesn't feel like they cut corners when watching the movie. You don't feel that, so it just feels like it feels like they still made a badass movie regardless of it. Um, and it's really, I just think it's really cool. I I don't know, I don't know what else I have to say. Um. Fucking Nausicaa and the wolf girl look exactly the same. Yeah. They have like the same the same hair. Mm-hmm. Same yeah. like short hair. Exactly. That, that, I noticed. I, I guess that's like a, a little like reference. Reference to his own thing. Right. Yeah. Reference to his own. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, hey man, it's valid. You know, when you make a godlike movie and you're basically make, making the same movie. You know, it's yeah, understandable. I, just, I wish like I didn't watch these back to back. Yeah, mean? are you getting Ghibli fatigue? No, I would. I just it's like the same, like watching House and Vincent Mononoke like the same day. I was I had no problem with because they're both they're both solid. Yeah, but but this is. It's like the same thing. Like mm-hmm. you say, house and Prince is the same thing, but yeah. this is the same. No, yeah, thing. I, I know, I know. This is so, literally like, the same. I wish, thing. I wish I watched Princess. Right. Gave it a month, then yeah. watched it. You no. Know? Yeah, you also like, got to take into account. That's kind of what I did. I watched Princess, and I literally gave it a month. Like I, yeah. I watched Princess last month. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe I'd feel the same way as you if I watched it like back to back. Um. Is it, do you, I, do I remember you, like I remember early on I was like fuck yeah I was like, no way it's the same thing yeah it's the same thing fuck that's a- oh <laughs> 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 uh, that got me excited that like made me invested more um, really yes yes I I feel like I, I feel like uh, I out of all the movies I watch I feel like I owe this movie a, a rewatch. Really? Do you do you feel the same thing with uh, Howl's Moving Castle, where it's like this movie isn't bad, but like you know, I just didn't like it, kind of thing? I, I don't honestly. I don't. I don't want to rewatch really it. Okay, that's fair. But you, I had to rewatch Ocean Waves. To be honest. Well, I know you liked Ocean Waves. It's the best fucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's valid. I mean, but, but I feel like I feel like Nasca, forget it deserves a rewatch. You think that the way I, that I you watch, yeah, you think the way that you watch Princess Mononoke and Nausicaa back to back really dictated your opinion on Nausicaa. If you watch Nausicaa first, do you think you'd like it more? I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. 
it's just so it's so weird. It's like I don't fucking know. It's okay. It's like watching like Marvel movies back to back, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They're all kind of the same, especially these two. It's like different people, different settings, same beats. Yeah, with, same, with the Marvel same, movies. Like, same messages. With the Marvel movies, you got like a year out to forget about the last one. Mm-hmm. To consume mm-hmm. the same story. Yeah. But it felt fresh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had like a fresh, like, yeah. a fresh start. To I understand. Movie. I understand. I appreciate your honest, sincere opinion. I, I, I don't uh, even feel. I don't even. I don't even want to rate it to be honest. That's like, okay. I don't that's even, I don't you. Deserve. That's that's okay. It's okay that that's a good thing to decide. Sometimes you're not ready yeah, to I rate something. So I, I gotta be fair. Yeah. I can't. I can't rate this movie right now. Okay. Okay. Cool. I mean, that's 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 fine. I I would give Nausicaa um, an eight out of ten. Um, that's my rating. Uh, I liked it. It was like it was like what I wanted Princess Mononoke to be. It was in the same way that I said House of Castle was Princess Mononoke, but it's doing more. Mm-hmm. I felt like Nausicaa was doing more in the same sense. Mm-hmm. Not as much as Howl, but more than Princess Mononoke. There were more locations. The the character design was varied in a way that I liked a lot more. Princess Mononoke, it was like, oh, that's a dog, that's a boar. And she's wearing a kimono, and they're all kind of more dressed realistic. like... It's more realistic. They it's more they realistic. They can't fully luxury like that. Plus... That's true. It's... it Because, you know, fucking... Nasuka's post-apocalyptic. Yeah. And that's so Howl's interesting is like, to me. House is super magical, so... Yeah. It's hard to compare when, like, this movie's, like, fucking that's, back in a day. That's true, but... That's like that's like comparing GTA to like Red Dead Redemption. <laughs> and honestly, I do compare GTA and Red Dead Redemption because yes, it's really they not are the same progression. It's no, not the same no, I think I think you're I think you're on the money because GTA and Red Dead are essentially the same kind of game. They're open world, third person shooty game. One of them is cowboy-y. One of them is moderny. And has like colorful buildings and colorful environments with varied like characters with and stuff. Cars and-, and I'm gonna be honest, that comparison that you make where you're like where you're you're saying that as like something where it's like I can't make that comparison, I feel like I can. I don't really like something like Red Dead. I I I that I find that to be less compelling than something like GTA. I don't want to explore a world like Red Dead more than GTA. I don't want to explore a world like Mononoke's world more than Nausicaa's. I prefer post-apocalyptic dystopian movie over nature feudal Japan. So, that's... I think I, think I preferred the, the, the feudal. Yeah. That's valid. That's valid. I just... Uh, I like when there's a lot to chew at, and I didn't feel like there was as much to chew at in Princess Mononoke uh, aesthetically um, compared to the other ones. I, don't know. I feel like in Mononoke's setting and time period, it's just, it's just like way more restricted than these two other movies. Exactly, exactly. But and I don't, To me, I can't, I don't, I, I me, you can't compare it like that, but I, I can't. Yeah, that's valid. It's not, it's not even like fair to me. 
I know that Princess Mononoke is doing its own thing, and I don't, like, want to make it seem as if Princess Mononoke is, like... I mean, I guess I am essentially saying it's a lesser movie by giving it a lower rating. Um, but I just... And maybe it has to do with the fact that I'm watching these back-to-back. You know, maybe if I watch them, like, years apart, and I didn't watch them, like, doing a marathon of Ghibli movies, I wouldn't be so, like, on that as I am now. Um, but, yeah, I feel that way now. And I understand that Princess Mononoke needed to be that way. And what I'm trying to say is, like, it's okay that it wanted to do that. Like, there's there's no issue with that. It's just... Not my kind of speed right now. I, I I like when there's a lot going on. I like when there's a lot of things happening in the world. And there's like objectively less happening in the world of Princess Mononoke than House Moving Castle and Nausicaa. Yeah. So, I mean, ratings? <laughs> I feel like we're done. I feel like I feel like that's it. Uh, I don't have a rating for Nazica. Yeah, so I gave it an eight. Um, all right, I guess that's that's it for those uh, for those Ghibli joints. Um, that's all. Pretty, not much to say about any of them, but I mean, I guess I guess that's valid for the first viewing in a while. You know, that's it's kind of what you get out of these movies. They're too much to really unpack unless you write a fucking essay <laughs> um yeah you know so yeah i don't don't feel bad about not having much to say because i i didn't have too much to say either so yeah oh at the end of the day Ocean Ways is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's crazy because like we're talking about like all the war like movies, and I have claimed that Castle in the Sky is my favorite Ghibli movie. I wonder uh-huh. if that's going to hold true. I don't know if it will. If it's your favorite Ghibli? Well, that's that's the opinion I held for a while. And yeah. I haven't seen it in a while, so I'm interested to see if that's going to hold true on the next viewing whenever we decide to watch that. Um, yeah. We're going to so, watch it eventually. Yeah. Why do you think is, is Grave of Fireflies not on HBO? I'm pretty sure it is. Are you... I don't check. remember seeing it. I'm pretty sure all the joints are on HBO. The Dune Agenda... Grave of the Fireflies is not on HBO. Oh, my God. (laughs) I noticed that. Literally, I noticed that, right? Yeah. If it was, I would have been watched it. Yeah. Fuck. That's weird. I mean. That's why I even, when when I noticed it wasn't on there, I thought it wasn't a Ghibli movie. I thought it was something else. I thought it was the movie. I'm pretty sure it, maybe the, I don't know, maybe it's a little licensing wise maybe it is a little different like it is a ghibli movie but it's maybe it's not like legally <laughs> i don't know you know what i mean like like it's it, they made the movie but maybe it's like not in yeah. the same pool like disney's like i don't want to fucking distribute that shit <laughs> so i don't know um it's not even miyazaki so like maybe it is a different pool 
who knows who knows people consider it a ghibli movie but i mean are you gonna find a way to watch it um do you watch it i know there's always a way there's a will there's a way yeah there's anime there's a way i hey man there's no restrictions for me i will i will i will rent anything um that you want to watch um so i'm so what what are the next ones i want to watch arietti because i think that's gonna be different yeah that'll be a fresh change of pace i think i want to watch another romance one like only yesterday or when yeah we can do uh, that one was that one when when marnie was there there? marnie yeah I'm excited to watch that one too. I haven't seen that one. Um, I gotta knock out Star Wars. I think I want to watch Arietti and Marnie and then Star Wars. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah. Write that down. Arietti, Star Wars. Arietti, Star Wars, and what was the other one? Um, and Marnie. Marnie. Those are both on HBO Max? Yeah. You gonna watch Dune? Yeah. Okay. I don't know when, though. Okay. Well, you only got 30 days if you're gonna watch it on HBO Max, so. Yeah, I'll watch about it. Gotcha. The Dune Agenda. It's in theaters right now, right? Yeah. It just came out. I kind of... I think... Even though it's fucking free, I kind of want to watch it in theaters. Mm. It is a big movie. It's a movie that... You will sit there and be like... Yo, this this will look great in IMAX or something. Or like on the big screen. And... uh the movie theater I went to, it looked like dog shit because it's a cheap fuck. It was a cheap fucking theater, but I sh- I kind of want to go back and watch it the way it was meant to be experienced. So we'll see. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, do whatever you need to do. Uh, so if those are gonna be the next three, no, my hero, or you're just indecisive about that. No pressure. If you don't want to watch it, you don't have to. When does it come out? Uh, I'll watch it if we can. The, the 29th. And I don't know if it'll be where you are like the whole time, but it should be. It comes out like Halloween weekend, and then it's probably going to be in theaters for like a couple weeks. Mm, let's see if we're going to be near me. Yeah, tickets are definitely available. I'm gonna have to sit next to the fucking, the fucking, the fangirls, fucking <laughs> Dick Rad and Dobby for some reason. <laughs> Cause he's edgy, Manny. Cause he's edgy. <laughs> is that is that all it takes to be edgy? Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't take a lot to be edgy. <laughs> you just gotta have piercings and wear black 
and you know be uh very pessimistic takes a, it doesn't take a lot to be edgy well guess what ali what i think i'm gonna go for that look <laughs> please do that would be funny as fuck i want to see you with three fucking things like pain in your nose boom 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 <laughs> i am pain that really is dobby he really is like pain it's just like edgy he fucking shoots fire he hates life blue fire mm-hmm. blues. It's, it's fucking blues <laughs> you hate my hero <laughs> i don't hate my hero okay it's so, it's fucking, so like ass <laughs> and it gets good out of nowhere yeah <laughs> season five. I, don't like, I don't like deku i don't like that guy Man, people fucking hate this nigga. I don't know why. People can't explain why. <laughs> I like Deku. It's like like how I didn't like Asta and Black Clover. Really? It's the same? Yeah, but he, he got better, though. Like, he stopped all that screaming stuff. Like, mm. halfway through. So. I guess that I can that, be I annoying in that way. I think... He, just, he mumbles a lot. I think the show, like directors seeing the backlash of like Aster like screaming for no reason in the show yeah. and it's like took that out the show <laughs> it was like yeah. they're like oh maybe th- this joke isn't funny like, yeah <laughs> yeah so Aster got better Deku yeah he does I mean, have the, he does have show ticks had, that the show has like, so funny. many episodes but a lot of not a lot is memorable that's valid. The, I think the hero killer. In my opinion, my hero from season one to the first arc in season three is extremely memorable. Cause that's like the tournament stain and then all for one and muscular. And those are the best parts of my hero. In my opinion, I remember all of that shit very vividly. Well, you read the manga. so. Well, that's, uh, I, I read the manga for season five only. And, oh, okay. um, in anime form, I think those three are like great. And then everything after that in anime form is like whatever. Overhaul is so just who cares? Like who gives a fuck about Overhaul? He he is such a that shit I, is filler. That is a filler arc, bro. Overhaul's the dude with the with the you know, the beak. The beak mask. Oh yeah. 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 That was, it was one of those yeah. arcs that you can't outright say is bad, but in the grand scheme of the story, it's like, you can cut that shit out. Like, it doesn't even mean anything. It doesn't, like, hold, it actually does hold some narrative significance, but it's so detached from everything you've seen before. They literally introduced, like, seven characters for that arc. Like, they introduced the big three at UA. They introduced Night Eye right before the arc begins. It's like... Bro, like, I have so much to say about that that arc and just season four in general, and just the direction that my hero takes after season season three, part one. We don't have to get into that, but do you want to talk about character design again? Do you have anything more to say about that? I have a lot to say, but we can wrap it up. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Um, all right. I love talk- I love talking about character design. Yeah, we can talk about whatever. There's no limitations you know, to these. 
Mean Lewis, uh, Claire, fucking, I remember he was on PlayStation. We went, he was talking about cover arts mm-hmm. for like uh, fucking hours. He was, he was, we were literally like scrolling down on Crunchyroll. And I was telling him, I was like, Lewis, if you see, if you see an anime where the main character is in the middle and he's surrounded by six girls on the edge of him, the show was that. Then I remember we were scrolling down Crunchyroll and be like, here's one, here's one, here's another one, here's one. What about ReZero? That's what the poster for ReZero is. It's it's like Rem. Yeah, no. Thing. I think, I don't know how this, the first, like how the first season cover art looked. They but vary. They make multiple cover arts. I like I, the, I did I like the season two one. I did. Let me see if I can pull it up. Yeah. Arietti. I've seen Arietti before. Yeah. I haven't seen Marnie though. Oh yeah, look at this. I'm gonna, this is this is cool to me. Oops. Uh I can't. He is surrounded by the females, yes. Yeah, but, there's more going on there, I guess. You got you got the the bunnies from the You didn't watch the season, right? No, I didn't see it. I didn't you got, know. You got the mob beast, you got the I don't know if mm. you can see him. The main antagonist. Yeah, I guess there's more going on in that one. And it's like like it's just like the glass, he's coming through. Yeah. I don't know, it looks kinda cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That was oh, not no. season one though. Yeah, it's definitely not season one. You're right, posters do make the season. And and here's another one. This is the season two part one. Yeah. That should be OD. Going, there's a lot going on in this one. Yeah. All these all these are the witch are the witches up here. Mm-hmm. Fucking and she's like I don't even know who she is. is. Yeah, yeah she's she's huge. Mm-hmm. But I wanna see season one. Oh shit. Uh, I think that's it. This yeah, is this one. Yeah, this one. Nothing wrong. This one doesn't look good, but <laughs> it's it really is the same thing that you just said. <laughs> I know. It's a dude around surrounded by six. I mean, do you consider that bad? I this is this is pretty bad. Well, okay. The other ones are definitely way better. Hmm. Yeah, that doesn't mean what? too much to me. I don't know. The the significance of the poster depends on like the show itself and how the poster represents the show. So if it is following that generic template, but it represents the show well, then maybe I don't know. Maybe that poster could represent the show better. But no, because you got to realize there are shows that look like this. <laughs> like, well, the world's finest assassin. Yeah. He gets reincarnated. We don't look at, I mean, come on. Yeah. That's true. My Hero got some godlike posters for some dog shit seasons. Like that poster for My Hero is so good. But the season is lame. No, that, I, it makes me want to click on the show, like without context. Are you serious? Yeah. There's like nothing going on here. There's walking. Yeah. But it's better than posing. Dude, this guy's mm. nice. I mean, that's Attack not bad. Titan I guess is nice. Yeah, that is great. That's different than it, most posters. It's like a scene. One, 
It's like a season this one, show. The fucking the season one was him looking down on Aaron, not yeah. Aaron looking down on him. Yeah, exactly. Bleach is fucking ass. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't feel it depends. Bleach is an ass show, so it's fitting for it to have an ass poster. Sorry. No, this is this is the thing I'm talking about. We don't look. I mean, yeah, I, I see. Fits the category, nigga in the middle. One, two, three, four, four bitches. Yeah. Another one. One, two, three, four bitches. <laughs> I don't know. I just can't click on these. Mob Psycho's got godlike poster. Oh my god. Look at that. Pretty gay. Oh, I love when you can really? You're gonna tell me that's gay? Really? I'm surprised. You can't even see what's going on from here. Because it's a little fucking poster. Like, is the poster defined by how good it looks when it's minimized? To holy fuck. This is a cool one. Overlord. That's like like a. It's so clickbait because you think it's gonna be great and then it's not that at all. Is it? <laughs> no. I don't know. That's but how I feel. I, that because I, 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 I've always I wanted to click on that show. I just can't see what's going on from here. That's understandable. I don't like I Mob Psycho. I'm gonna be honest with you. Oh wow, that's a bold statement. I don't like the show and the character. I don't know. It's literally like I don't know. This fucking trash. I'm my heart, my heart just sank. <laughs> you just broke my heart. That's okay though. I'm surprised. I mean, I can't really discuss it because it's been too long. This is a good one. I like yeah, that. I guess it's fitting. I'm so surprised you don't like Mob Psycho. I don't. But look, look at this one. How many? Sh- one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven, eight. Damn, they fit eight in one. Sheesh. <laughs> Here's another one. Trash East guy. One, two, three, four. Four bitches. Bro, I don't know what makes a bad poster. Tower of God is this, a stupid poster. This, these two. Look at these two. This is what makes bad. <laughs> but Tower of God is like the same as that, right? Would you say so? Like when I Tower, look at Tower of God, it doesn't look any different than those other ones. It doesn't. But this yeah. this is this is a Crunchyroll original. <laughs> so yeah. Um, well look, um, how many one, two, three, four, five, six bitches. One, two, three, four bitches. Does Lewis Carrera like Mob Psycho? It's a good question. You don't know? No, I don't know. You never talked about it with him? I don't know. I just I don't remember shit from that dog shit show. I'm sorry. Manny, you're you're killing me. You like One Punch I mean, Man? Season one. That's interesting. High school prodigies have it have it easy even in another world. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, brother. All anime posters are bad. Every single one, even the good ones, are, like, stupid. That is just not true. I'm sorry. Look at Cabaneri. Looks like all the other ones. It's like the same thing. Cabaneri's fucking ass. That's what I'm saying. But it's an ass show with an ass cover. 
show me a good show with a good cover. I guess Kaiji has a great cover. <laughs> That's pretty awesome. I like that one. Look at this one. Oh my god. I can't even can't... see it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. What do you define as a good cover? Just something that. What about Junji Ito bad. collection? Do you think that's bad? Does it even count? Because it's like, it's not even like. It's like the manga. Yeah, I'm not even counting it. Here comes Astic War. Oh, brother! <laughs> look at look at like I mean look at these two. One, two, three, four, five, six. They're seven, literally two. the same poster. <laughs> it's the same poster. Oh my god! It's what we were talking about. It's the same thing. It's a nigga with a sword that looks like Kirito. That's got all of his bitches. Oh my god! That's so bad. Oh, man. I feel like a oh. lot of these anime just follow the convention of let's put everybody on the screen and let's have the main character center stage and then everybody like behind him. And then anything that doesn't do that is considered good, you know? <laughs> That's why I'm saying, like, what constitutes is good because everything is just kind of that, you know? Uh, um, Does Steinsgate like have a good poster? Does 91 Days have a good poster? That's just a screenshot from the show. It just says 91 Days. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Steinsgate doesn't have one. But I don't know. I I don't it is the greatest anime ever. So. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't insinuating that I had a bad poster because I like the poster uh, for Steins Gate, but I'm just no, no, this is pretty mid. This is a good. This is a good poster. Yeah, that is a great poster. That's a poster you'd hang up on your wall. That's a poster yeah. that would exist even if it wasn't the poster for the show. You know, like someone would yeah. fan art that shit. Yes, but. Attack on Titan is a great show with a great poster. Uh, and it even means something. Yeah. To the That's other true. posters. It's That's cool, very so. true. You're right. But I think uh, I think Faye has a good one. There's so many Faye series. I, I, oh my god. Never mind. <laughs> What's Castlevania's poster? Castlevania posters are godlike. At least the Blu-ray covers. The posters on Netflix are different, though. Netflix doesn't have, like, real posters. They just take a screenshot from the show. Yeah, they always take a screenshot of a side character. And... It's fucking weird. Look up, look, up, look up Castlevania Blu-ray covers. They're amazing. It's like artwork. Mm. The, Castlevania has some godlike posters. Castlevania has the best yeah, that one, season two, it's different. Yeah, that one is just like it's like a reference to the to the game, and like, um, you know, it's it's with this one, and it's it's reminiscent of the actual like, uh, story in season one. Like, it makes sense. You know, Dracula popped up in the sky. It's Dracula's house. It's the blood moon, <laughs> and then season two, go to season two. It was right there. It's oh, it's right there. It's right there. To your right of the yep, that one. That's the season two cover. Yeah, yeah. this is a good one. That's goaded. And now go to season three. This uh, it's under it's under that one. That one, yeah. I love that one. I think that one's awesome. Dope, See, 
See? You see how that one is is also like everybody is like on it, but why yeah. is this one better? You know? What makes this one better? The thing that the thing is special about this is because it is the, this is not even how like it looks different from what it the actual right shows. right the artwork is like is is a different like style of art it's not like screenshots of the characters from the show or it's like not drawn by the same people it's like more yeah. detailed there's more there's more shadows and you the, know the fucking the background makes sense I remember that I remember that yes. fucking ice that season yes it's ambiguous like, but like, like with the context it's good. I like fucking this dude being in the middle because he was like the center part of the whole season. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Then right. I feel like, I don't know, it's this, this, these people being here complements the background. The exactly. Complements them and it's relevant to the season in the show. Exactly. And the way they're positioned is relevant to like everything, like the other characters as well. Like uh, mm-hmm. like the the vampire leader is above like her sister and her sister right. is like above, you know, the guy that she controls, and you know, um, the relevance, like narrative, and, is, uh, is how they're, yeah. And and Isaac Isaac was a uh, was a big. He was, he was fucking with Dracula, and mm-hmm. Dra- I guess Dracula's son is above him. Yeah, exactly. It's cool, and I, I just like the the Castlevania font just looks mm-hmm. good at the top. I wouldn't want this to be down here. Exactly. This is a 10 out of 10 poster. Cool, yeah. For real. I can't, I'm, I can't wait to see what the season 4 poster looks like. Yeah, I don't think it exists yet. Because season 4 Blu-ray yeah. like didn't come out. I was going to search up fucking Fates. This is not the one I was looking at. There are so many different covers for Fate. <laughs> I think Fates are... I think uh, I think this one. I, I like this one with just her. And the, you wouldn't know, but the, this background, this mountain has a lot of narrative uh, significance. Yeah, interesting. I, best, but I think it's I think it's decent. This one is fire! Holy shit, this is clean. It's the same one too. I know. It's like the but same. All these people. Mm. Oh damn, that's dope! You even know who these people are. Yeah, it does follow the same conventions as other posters, but I don't know. I guess it has d- more unique colors, and you know, it's one of it's, those things where when you see way, it, you immediately know. It's the way these people are placed back here. Yeah, it's this like, that's like trending. Fucking, this looks like fucking Sauron. The Berserk thing. It does look like the. I, I was gonna. I was saying Lord of the Rings, but yeah, it does look like Berserk. It looks like the hand of God. Reminds me of the Eye of Sauron in Berserk. I mean, oh, yeah. this, Lord of the this, Rings. This, this is, is alright. Nothing really crazy. It's trying something different. If I actually, this is kind of dope. Actually, this is kind of fire because this, like, these two being back in back to back, yeah. it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember, I didn't tell you what that means because. If you ever did watch this one day and I told you, it kind of ruined it. So. Yeah. I might. So. Mm-hmm. We'll move on because I don't want to get too excited and spoil. Let me see 
let me see what posters I um I don't know. Anime movie posters. I don't know, bro, cuz like when you say covers like it changes depending on what you mean. Like uh like I don't know, if you mean when you say cover, if you mean like cover for Covers differ, like, if you mean the cover for the Blu-ray or the cover on Netflix or, you know, the cover for, like, the poster, it it changes all the time, you know? So, like, it's, yeah. it's, it's different a bunch. Yeah, I just, when, I, when I say cover, I just mean the one on Crunchyroll, to be honest. Mm. Crunchyroll usually gets, like, the main cover. I like Promare's cover. I think Promare has an awesome cover. That is a fire cover. Yeah. Mm. Princess Mononoke has a good cover. <laughs> I two. love, I love Howl's Moving Castle's cover. Spirited Away has a godlike cover. Holy shit! I guess it has two. But. Hmm. What do you think of the cover for Death Note? I never actually paid attention to it now until like now that I'm looking at it. It's like actually kind of it's like you never really looked you never really paid attention to the thing now that I think about it. I'm seeing a bunch of the I'm seeing a bunch of these. Which one is it? Oh, oh there's one. Yeah, that one. That's the one. I like this one. It's all yeah. dark. Yeah. It's all dark. The the dudes in the background. Um, what's that in the middle though? Is that a key? What is that? No idea. <laughs> I don't even know either. I don't know. Oh, I guess I have to rewatch the whole show. Have you seen the Cowboy Bebop movie, Manny? I've seen parts of it. Do you want to watch that? Like before the next, uh, like for one, for like one of the episodes in November because the live action's coming out. I think that's a good. I think that'd be cool if I can. I'll, I'll have to find it somewhere. It's on Nine Anime, and like, it's like the only way to watch it. Honestly, it's not legally accessible. Yeah. I checked earlier. I was like, "Can Manny watch this?" It's on Nine Anime. So that. Uh, I mean, is, is that yeah. what you want to watch? I mean, when will next episode be? If we do two weeks from now. Okay, let's figure out how we're gonna do this schedule. Like I said earlier. Let's let's uh let's iron this out right now. So today is the the twenty-fifth. Um or twenty-fourth or whatever, Sunday. So the next episode, two weeks from now, will be the seventh of November. You have Arietti and when I say two weeks from now. The reason why I do that is because one of my podcasts that I listen to that basically does what we do, what we do, where they recommend movies and they talk about it like every week, they basically do that as well. But when they do every two weeks, they don't record two weeks apart. I think they record like one week apart and then they release it like every two weeks. So do you mm. want to watch it in a week? I think a week's enough time, right, to watch 
all that stuff or do you want two weeks we'll probably need two weeks yeah okay i'm just trying to make it easy for us to to try and you know get the most out of the convo see if like we can time it properly yeah um if i if i manage to finish in a week then we just do it but how about so let's um do you let's commit to to talking on friday of november 5th and that'll be the deadline is that okay so you can you can decide for yourself like let me watch these like right after right before friday you know if you want to do that um yeah i have seen arietti and i will probably take notes i will prepare for the next conversation uh more than i did for this one i will i will try to make these i will try to bring more to the table than i did um today um, oh, fuck. what's up I, got to, I gotta go pick up my laundry oh no fuck yeah it's not but yeah your yeah, name has a good poster it, it does Arietti what is it Arietti Star Wars and when Marnie was there <laughs> you're gonna forget that <laughs> no I already, I already wrote it down okay okay I bro I keep forgetting I was like huh what's the next one <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Sur- I was. I'm surprised you're not getting exhausted with the Ghibli joints because that's. I was like literally like, before I watched Howl, I was like, I don't want to watch it. Like I, I was honestly feeling that way because I um, I've just watched like so many back to back. But I, I loved it regardless. Um, I took a long break. I took like a month break. So, yeah, and I watched a lot of stuff in between. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. Those are the three. Those are the three. Right. Um, hit me up if you have any problems with Disney Plus, because I don't know, it might cancel soon, because I, I canceled it. <laughs> but I'll I'll resubscribe if I need to. All right. All right. I think. I think. Uh, I think my cousin sent me his shit the other day. His password and stuff. Oh, cool. All right. Well, just let me know if you're if you're good, and you're yeah, all set. Yeah, I think I'll be good. All right. Bet. Uh, it's okay. been fun. It, it has been fun. Episode what, nine? How many did we do before ping pong? <laughs> I know we've been through this so many times. I, I have it. I got it done. Look it up. Ping pong. We did two. Okay, so this is episode... This was episode eight. This was episode eight. Yeah. Yeah. Episode eight. Uh, three movies. I feel like I I said everything that I could say about all of them. Yeah. Yeah. All right, buddy. I guess that's it. No. All right, bro. I'll see you later. Till next time. Till next time. Deuces. All right, I see you. All right, I see you. All right, I see you. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see.
Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. Uh, I see. U